be warned, this episode is with swingers, and we talk about the lifestyle. The language is very graphic, and the content is explicit. So if that's not for you, uh, then this probably isn't going to be the best episode for you. So be warned, the, there is a lot of foul language, uh, explicit language, graphic language, whatnot. So this is your official warning. I hope those that do listen enjoy it and have a better understanding of the lifestyle. Enjoy. Are you able to untangle it? I hope you're talking about some chords. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Brian with the Herfcast. Thanks for joining me. This is going to be a pretty interesting episode. Uh, definitely not the norm, but I've got Keegan here as my co-host. Hello. Uh, Keegan from past episodes. You may know him from such episodes as Keegan Comes Back. Keegan Damron. Um, this is Return of the Keegan. Yeah, yeah there you go. Return <laughs> of the Keegan. Uh, so uh, our, our main guests tonight are going to be Eros and Isis from the Priory Society. It is a sexy lifestyle podcast. And so where they got their names, because their identities are not uh, public. Um, Eros is the Greek god of love, and Isis is the goddess of life, healing, protection, and magic. So that's, uh, that's their, I guess, stage names, if you will. Um, but yeah, they are, uh, they are swingers, uh, and they have their own podcast. Uh, it's called the Priory Society. And they are happily married. They're in their mid-30s. They have kids. They have cats. Uh, and, you know, like, you know, a secret sexual life as swingers so uh we're going to talk about that uh they they do smoke cigars uh that's how we got connected um i would hope yeah <laughs> yeah well that's one, one of the things they like to do is uh you know reflect afterwards and uh you know over a cigar so that's fucking awesome but um a buddy of mine in a in a twitter group uh jody from po boys podcast uh he introduced us and you know he's kind of responsible for for us finding each other to to get going with this so um, as always, check out flatbedcigarcompany.com, flatbedcigarcompany.com. Use the coupon code HC25. That'll get you 25% off your first order. You know, he's got something for everybody. Uh, you could find a link on my website. So check out my website, theherfcast.com, and you'll find the store. I got t-shirts, stickers, stuff like that. Um, and there's also links to my Patreon. So if you feel like, you know, support me on Patreon, that would be amazing. I got a couple of different tiers there. Um, you know, there's a, a a contest here that that you could uh, look into. I'll do a contest every month um, for 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 my patrons. So, thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoy this. It should be uh, rather entertaining. For all of my information, you can go to keegandamron.com. Um, I have the roast. Region Roasters Association Battle for the Belt Championship June 1st at Dee's Performance Comedy Theater, 500 South Lake Street. Go to regionroasters.com for information and tickets. Uh, June 1st is the or the June 1st Friday show, uh, June 7th at Dee's Performance Comedy Theater, 500 South Lake Street. Gary, uh, show starts at 9. And then a forgettable night to June 8th at the Hobart Art Theater. Uh, we... Man, we packed the place out the last time. We'd love to see you out again. June 8th at the Hobart Art Theater. You can get tickets at the box office. Once again, for all of my links and information, go to keegandameron.com. Like I said uh, in, the, in the intro, uh, you know, you've got me, Brian, the host, uh, Keegan as my co-host tonight. What's going on, everybody? And now we've got Eros and Isis on. 
Hey guys. Um, what's going on, guys? <laughs> From the Prior Priory Society podcast. Yeah. So, it's good to be here. So uh I'll I'll let you guys go ahead and do a a brief uh just synopsis. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. So a little bit about us so you guys know who you're talking to. Um, <laughs> well, we yeah. love cigars, so that's why we're here. Yes, we do have we do share a passion for cigars. We both smoke. And we both have our own cases and everything, right? Definitely. Our cigar kits. But um, my husband and I, we are a mid-30s couple and we've been together for 14 years. And a couple of years ago, we got into swinging, yeah. right? We didn't know it was called swinging or the lifestyle. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> we were just horny because we had gone to our anti-aging doctor yeah. that made us want to fuck a lot. Yes. Uh, he, turned our, he turned our libido way he up. He turned us into swingers. Dude, it's this uh, celebrity doctor in Santa Monica. He does like bodybuilders and stuff. Sports Ath- performance. Yeah, yep. athletes. And these guys, mm-hmm. these older guys that you see at the country clubs and at the golf clubs, you know, they're uh, 70 years old, but these guys are ripped. You've they probably seen these guys. All, yeah. Yeah. They're all taking anti-aging. They're doing either testosterone shots mm-hmm. or they're on a really good food plan with exercise plan. HCG and all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Pills and shit. So we did that and it drove our libido way up. And, yes. <laughs> and our doctor was like, it's good thing that you are both doing this together That's right. because if one of you did it, the other one was going to resent yeah. and he, as soon, <laughs> eventually. So yeah, we both started getting super horny Big time. and then I approached my husband and said, babe, I've been wanting to try chicks for a while. What do you think about that? I'm thinking, you want to try a chick? Yeah. I'd be a dumb <laughs> He's like, He's like, me too. This is yeah, going right? to be great. <laughs> me too. You know, if you guys look at Pornhub, the, for the past three years, the number one search term is lesbian porn, girl yeah. on girl. So guys, you know, people are freaky out there. Oh, man. yeah. And there we are joining the club, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and I was watching a lot of girl, on, girl porn at the time. Yeah. And so when you said yes, I was like, oh. Damn, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't take her long. No. <laughs> it didn't take her long for her to tell me that she wasn't strictly, uh, you know, women and mm-hmm. uh, lesbian fantasies, yep, that she yeah. wanted some penis as yeah. well. The yeah. more I drank, the more I revealed that I was also interested in other men too. Talking about drinks. Salute. Say, oh. You guys, this is yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Elijah Craig here and Cheers. my lady. Uh, there you go. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, oh, you have nice rocks glasses. Dude, he has like a three finger pour man <laughs> oh, right? yeah well i mean you know i got the bottle next to me too but uh you know <laughs> yep got yep. it got it got to come prepared so <laughs> always yeah so so eros has the uh, elijah craig and yeah. isis has the screwdriver peanut butter whiskey yeah, screwball oh screwball i'm sorry mm-hmm. that's all right <laughs> yeah, screwball um it's a it's actually uh it's not bad it's tasty I, it's grown on me for sure a couple friends told us about it and it was really hard to find and so when I finally did it, I tried it and I'm like, it is sweet, but it's kind of like dessert. But it would be good with a cigar too, because yes. it has a sweetness and exactly. it's not a Coca-Cola. Right. Uh, you know, so it's right. very, very cool. So you, um, you were saying that uh, we got super horny. Oh yeah. Right. We yes. went to our anti-aging doctor to basically turned us into swingers. Well, then we signed up for a website for uh, meeting other you know, couples, li- libertine, yeah. open-minded people. Mm-hmm. And we had no idea that this thing called the lifestyle it's this entire underground oh of God. sexual fantasy fulfillment, yes. and it ex- it exists yeah, all around the world. Now. There's nightclubs, resorts, cruises, right, yeah. adult only. I mean, it's just it's just incredible, and we still haven't experienced everything. We're still just cr- scratching the surface, right? And, you know, like from wife swaps to threesomes yeah. to things like that, absolutely. But you know, this entire world of it, and we said, dude, we're sneaking around our families, our kids, <laughs> our uh, friends, and. It's like a secret society so yeah. that when we started our podcast one year ago, we said, 
this is going to be called something like a secret society. Yes. And that's where we came up with the name because you really are sneaking around and it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And guess what? We thought it was CD, right? We thought it was yeah, guys in 1970s Econoline Ford band. Right. <laughs> Mullet, you know, it's it, like. <laughs> dude, it turns out that there are judges, policemen. Um, doctors. Uh, attorneys. Yeah. A lot of doctors, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, freaky like, people. Well, I think it's crazy because I feel like a lot of times in our society, it's like sexuality is pushed to the back burner. Like we don't talk. We're not supposed to talk about this stuff, but yeah. right. I feel like it should definitely be front and center. Everybody, like we're all here because of sex. Like That's right. why is it something that we repress so hard in, in, yeah, in so many things and so many aspects. Like I love your guys' podcast, by the way. Like when he asked me to, 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 to do the show with him, I was like, yes, this is going to be great. Like I, I, <laughs> it's yeah, I, and the, the, the best part is, is that like, you know, a, a few weeks ago, I talked to Keegan about being like a, a part-time co-host. For uh, sure. Just, he's, he's always a good company to, to the show. And so I asked him, I was like, hey, how do you feel about coming by and talking to a couple of swingers on Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was just like, oh, fucking for sure. Like, you know, um, and it turns out like he, he ends up telling me that he's been like for a long time, been just cool. researching as much as he could on. Oh yeah. Human sexuality is something that completely just encapsulates my imagination of like, I just want to know more. I want to know all the crazy shit that people are into or like not even the crazy shit because, because even like the stuff that you think is crazy, it's actually very common and very, Mm -hmm. you know, and very accessible to to find out information about. Well, I I mean, it's, it's funny because in other countries, people are a lot more open about sex. It's common for a husband to have a mistress on the side or a girlfriend. And yeah, Europe, especially. Yeah. Way ahead. Yeah. And in the States, we're just really close minded about it. Oh, yeah. Just- Australia, I think the divorce rate went down by like 50% when they legalized prostitution. Wow. Like, I mean, it's, it's insane how, how, when you, when we aren't repressed, when we aren't, you know, given these strict guidelines on how to behave and act and talk and, and just be that how much happier people are. It's way, it's weird when you just give people freedom, they're really cool. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's funny is that we say in our podcast all the time that we believe that the majority of the planet has swinger DNA built in. That's right. But they haven't activated yet because of religious guilt, yeah. upbringing, your family, everyone telling you that it's bad. Yeah. From, All these from, expectations from society. And yeah. yeah, from young ages, hey, don't touch yourself. What are you doing? Don't right. do it. And right. uh, you, you can't climb the ladder to heaven with penis in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I seen that not too long ago and I thought that was entertaining. That's great. You know, the big thing with the swinger gene and the swinger DNA is that if people were to activate it, they need two things. They need permission from their significant other to Mm -hmm. actually fulfill their deepest desires. And also they have to give themselves permission to really live life powerfully and fully because at the end of the day, we're here for a very short period of time. Right. Right. It would be kind of nice that you evolve, uh, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically, and also fulfill your deepest passions. This is the way we look at it. I mean, dude, we we used to go to church, these, you know, these seeker friendly churches with the rock (laughs) bands, you know, like Hillsong, right? And those big mega churches as well. And we'd be, we'd be looking for couples, dude. Oh, like, and we, and we'd invite them over. My lady would do like ladies Bible study over wine and then they'd go <laughs> and, and it was like ladies only but as they're looking at them well, in the you cameras were, you dude, were perving dude I was, lo- I was looking at them through the security cameras at the house I know and, right and I was like oh let's do it and yes. yeah, no, it's people, people are freaky man well and, everybody lusts after other people married or right. not I mean you're constantly 
looking yeah. at the hot girl or the hot guy walking down the street. Everybody. And what happens is people who are married, they hide it. Mm-hmm. They don't say anything. That's right. But the, beauty, the beautiful thing about our relationship is that I could say, hey, babe, look at that hot chick. Or he'll, he'll tell yeah. me, oh, man, she's amazing. Look at that ass. Look at those legs. I'm like, yeah. of course. I mean, you know, what? I would love for you to go have fun with her. We appreciate beauty. And I want for the listeners, yes. uh, one of the things that we'd like to say immediately is that we're not here to try to convince you guys to try yeah. non-monogamy or swinging. Uh, you know, basically we're here because we, we share a passion for uh, stogies and cigars mm-hmm. and, you know, brothers of the leaf, sisters of the leaf. And we, you know, we enjoy this and we figure, hey, if we have uh, an angle that we can talk about to the people that might have questions, you know, there's a lot of curiosity out there with open marriages. Mm-hmm. The big thing is that when you look at consensual non-monogamy, that means that you no longer have to cheat because you have consent from yeah. your love of your life, from your um, soulmate, from oh. your husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And you, don't, you no longer have to cheat mm-hmm. in order to fulfill your desires by bringing in a third, a single female or maybe a guy yeah. or yeah. maybe just a couple. Exactly. It's good stuff, guys. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I read, um, oh, God, what was that book called? Um, the Ethical Slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I read that. I read that book, and it was uh, where they talked about it. Where it's like, um, you know, uh, the, oh God, it was like the the one thing that kind of separates. You know, is it's just the guilt. Like you don't have to feel that guilt when you're just letting yourself be fulfilled, and you're letting your partner be fulfilled. Like if you want someone to be happy, you right. know, like why would you put put them in a cage? You know, like if they want to, if they if they have some a desire that makes them happy. You know, if yeah. you say that you truly love that person, you know, well, you know, anyway. in, Definitely. in yeah, swinging, yeah. there's an entire um, like timeline of what people do within what we call the lifestyle. Yes. And on one end of the spectrum, you have curious people that will go to a swingers party and, mm-hmm. but they won't do anything. They're like voyeurs. They want to watch. They, they love the music. They mm-hmm. love the atmosphere. They love to be able to have adult conversations with other adults without feeling like they uh, can use, uh, like they can't use at their corporate office or at their job. Yes. You can't be yourself at work. You're right. Right. So they go to these parties and all of a sudden they can be themselves. Mm-hmm. They can cuss, they can talk about fantasies. And there are some people that are just social swingers. They don't even play with other people. Yeah. What it does is it, it intensifies their own relationship by being around other freaky and open-minded people. And it just turns up the volume and yeah. the intensity level on their own passion as husband and wife. And those are still swingers. They don't have to swap. Right. They right. use the party atmosphere like foreplay. So That's they're right. seeing all these women in sexy outfits because a lot yeah. of the swinger events or clubs, they have theme nights, so lingerie nights. and Little skimpy dresses. Oh, yeah. And then some of the girls, you know, they'll touch each other. And, oh, yeah. But you're meeting sexy friends and being in that environment builds up the anticipation for when they get back home at the right. end of the night. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's beautiful. And then you have on the, on the, you know, the next progression would be, you know, these are voyeurs. They love to watch. And mm-hmm. then maybe people who are exhibitionists, they, uh, you know, they want to put on a show, yes. but they don't want to swap. And then you'll have people that'll do soft swap, which means um, sometimes it's parallel play with your own partner, just in proximity to another couple where you mm-hmm. could reach out and grab a titty or a leg or whatever, yeah. or a wiener. And then um, <laughs> soft swap with oral would mean that you're going to swap only oral with the other uh, partner, with the other couple. Yeah. So you're going to maybe do swap 69s or just, you know, share oral, but no penetration. Exactly. Right. Everything up to penetration. And then you got full swap. swap. Tell them about full swap. Oh, well. All right. Hold on. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll get into that, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So. I'm excited. So, like the, the, 
like I think when when asking the question on on Facebook and and Twitter and whatnot, like I think everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but it seems like most people have this idea in their head that you know the swinger lifestyle, like they don't know about you know the the secret society part of it, where you know no. there are there there's just the the giant community of it, and everyone kind of has a preconceived notion of you know uh, like my uh, so, somebody uh, said. Uh, they they heard of parties where you just throw keys in a pool and you dive down and yeah. you know who, who's ever keys you come up with that's who you're with and you know that that's how it happens but so if, if, so if you could explain just like you know like you like you mentioned uh, Cassidy and uh, other communities like that where it's not just some seedy motel BS <laughs> yeah oh, well there are actually some really like high end and classy events. Yeah, but, pricey stuff too, man. Yeah, I mean, you gotta what, watch out. What you were referring to, but the keys they used to do hotel parties. Yeah, you know? you know the big thing. It comes from World War II and the pilots that the the rate of death was so high mm-hmm. that they would uh, do a lot of wife swapping to prepare in case one guy didn't come back home. Uh, the wife was already kind of well versed with the neighbor or the or, or his brother. You know that not the brother, technical brother, right. but you know his 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 a uh, his uh, air force his or buddy. navy brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they would do um, these, uh, they would do wife swaps and it was quite normal to do so. And the key parties, the pool is new. When I saw that question, yeah. uh, I was like, well, maybe that could be a rendition of it right. where normally it was a bowl of keys. Mm-hmm. And as you enter the party, you'll put your keys into this large bowl and then you would pick out the key and then you'd end up with that person and mm-hmm. then you'd go and do a swap. Look, that's a very advanced concept. Uh, we have never seen that. We've been involved yeah, for two years. Yeah. The closest thing to that are small house parties where the host pre-selects five or six couples to show up and it's naked hot tub, it's yep. drinks, it's music. And the closest thing to the key bowl would be that once you're in the party, because there has to be attraction, you know, you'd pick a couple and you would swap with them if that's what you want. Sometimes because a four way connection is really difficult to find. I mean, heck to find one good connection as a single person is tough to find sometimes, but you can just imagine with four people. So the house parties are great because you can pick the husband from one couple and the wife from another couple and you could do you know, a quick swap and you could say, sweetie, all right, we'll see you in about 90 minutes right back here at, sure. the, at the chips and dip. Wash your hands. <laughs> no double dipping. And uh, let's go ahead and separate. Now, the reason why I say that's an advanced concept mm-hmm. is because the majority of the new swingers out there mm-hmm. will not separate. Right. They need to be in close proximity to the love of their life yeah. because they're nervous, because it intensifies their passion. They believe it's something they're doing together. Right. So they'd rather have a puppy pile. Okay, now advanced swingers or seasoned swingers have no problem uh, swapping and leaving the room. Shit, we've met sexy couples oh, where yeah. we meet at a hotel and I'll take the sexy little <laughs> white girl to one room and my wife will go with the, with the dude with it. But these are friends we know. We've, we know them already. We've we, already we played, yeah. We've gone to the shooting range. I know where they live. Yes, yes, You know, they're yes. not going to fucking try to like, you know, steal my, my lady's ring or her watch. You know, these are no. people that, you know, they're pre-qualified. This is never random. Well, and I think the underlying theme there is is just respecting yourselves and respecting the other parties involved. You know, I mean, I think that's because like I, I feel like the the impersonality of like keys in a bowl and everybody just grabs one, and then like consent becomes a little like weird there, and it's like you know I, I think that when people think of that kind of idea of a swingers party, they're probably very uh, just you know kind of hands off from the idea. They're just kind of like throwing 
ideas of what they've seen on TV. Because I saw that episode of that 70s show. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that's uh, you know, the, the point that she made about the, the keys in the pool. And, you know, what if you get your neighbor, Fred, who smells like fish sticks and gym socks, can you decline? Yes. You know? Of course you can. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or just uh, make him sit in the hot tub for a little while. And it's just so <laughs> for, for half an hour Dude, or so, the, then he's the, good to go. I love hot tubs because it forces a good rinse yes. of the genitals. Yeah. <laughs> so hot tub parties are pretty good. Well, I think it's important for people to know that the key parties, I mean, they're really not the norm. Yeah, in, they really the don't lifestyle. exist. Yeah. Yeah, it's never, like if you ever accept an invite to a swingers party or a lifestyle party mm -hmm. and they say something like full swap required or full swap for the night, it's like people would never show up because exactly. consent mm -hmm. is huge and attraction is even more important because without attraction, you're not going to get into a situation where consent is even an issue. My lady yeah. gives thumbs down all day long to- Most of the time. <laughs> when I show her profiles, hey, what do you think about this couple? You know, I like the girl, right? She's showing her titties and, and I say, hey, what do you- Show her my phone. I'm a little more selective. What do you think of? I'm not as selective, dude. If she has a pulse and a vagina, and a hole. <laughs> if she's semi clean, you know, look, you're good I, to go. If right? I'm congested that day, I don't care Who what cares? her pussy is. <laughs> You're going to spend a lot of time down there anyway. No, I'll, I'll pretend I lick it with like the bottom of my tongue. Right. Yeah, that's, a big, that's a big trick for you guys. If you never want, if you don't want to be oral or if, you, if it's stinky, <laughs> then you, you put the bottom of your tongue on it and you start just doing fingers. With, with your face being down there and then you kind of do your nose and you never really have to lick it's just, and then it's, you just it, nuzzle on it i've had to do nuzzle that there you go that's the first pro tip of the night yeah i've just broken my nose a bunch of times so it never really <laughs> that was a hard pussy <laughs> or wiry pubic hair oh. yeah yeah, but uh, let's hit some of your questions i want to yeah. be able to uh, give these people their answers that they're so looking forward to all right. So, you know, from, from the same person, um, you know, I guess we'll just call her MK. Uh, you know, she, she didn't want me to say her name, which is, you know, no, I, 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 right. I, I sent her a message. I said, you know, you're going to be, cause she sent a lot of questions. This is Indiana. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I told her, I was like, you know, you're going to be featured on this episode, right? She's like, nice. uh, that wasn't disclosed. And this is <laughs> oh, anonymous. Cool. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, so I, I guess that, uh, after, after that, she, you know, so you guys have kids. Yes. Um, now what happens if, you know, I'm, I'm guessing you're not doing this at home when your kids are around, but what <laughs> happens if, if a kid walks in and sees you with somebody else? Oh, yeah. We don't well, play at home. That and, has never happened. Right. <laughs> we are usually either at a hotel or someone's home and there are no kids around. Exactly. Yeah. And um, let me just throw something else in here as an extra. For anyone that says, what do you tell your kids? You know, what, how would you explain yourself to your kids? Mm -hmm. It's really a tough one because no one talks about their sexual adventures with their kids. So like, it's like exactly. I could ask the same question of them. Do you tell your kids that you play with that really girthy dildo? Right. It's like, you guess know. what mommy and daddy did last night? You right. know, yeah, nobody I mean, does that. You don't really talk about it anyway. So the whole kids thing, I'll tell you what, the one time we had a freaky couple um, that wanted to do <laughs> Skype with us and we, we were brand new and we said, you know what, fine, sure. we'll throw up a Skype and we know that people record and they screenshot right. and they screen capture. And so we said, you guys do your thing and, you know, we'll sit there and we were eating salmon. We were having salmon. dinner. You made salmon <laughs> I that <did>. night. <laughs> So I had blackened salmon, which yep. is, it had a little fishy smell. And I'm watching her get railed by her husband on video. I know. So I had like a scratch and sniff effect. Yeah. Which was really awesome. <laughs> is that 4D? 
Yeah. It was 4D because I had a scent. And then... Um, and they were the, in their bedroom. They were in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. And their kid walks into the frame and says, Hi, Mommy, what you doing? <laughs> and they, they stood up immediately, went right to the camera and said, Sorry, guys. And then put the... <laughs> It was, it was their phone. Was they were doing it on their smartphone. So I think their smartphone was on a dresser or something. Uh -huh. And they're like, uh, they're like, sorry, guys. And then th th you could still hear them because the phone went dark. We were wrestling. The <laughs> and they were like, hi, honey, are you hungry? And then the lady was like writing him like, you know, hard. Yeah. Like her and, ass was facing the camera. Yeah. So they and, couldn't see their son walk in the and, bedroom. And we're sitting in our, at our dining table eating you know, I had salmon. I, I had the same thing. Salmon and broccoli. Yeah. Yeah, it was very yeah. stinky food. So it was, no, but that was really the only time that we had an incident where, you know, a child kind of walked in or, yeah. or uh, it, it happened that way. So even when we travel with the family and we're in Las Vegas and we're going to meet another couple, usually it's a meet for a chemistry check. Mm -hmm. So we'll meet for drinks and there's no play guaranteed at all. It's right. just we're going to see if they look like their pictures. That's the first thing. Yeah from their online profile for dating. Right. And we also want to see if they're nice people. You know, are they yeah. rude to the staff? Are they rude to the bartender? Right. You know, are they kind of cool people? Would we consider them for further involvement? Yeah. And then only then would we go back to our room or to their room. But usually when we travel with family, we have our own room separately if we know that's what we're looking for, if we're looking to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, um, we don't reserve, like some families would do like an adjacent room with a connecting door. Mm -hmm. Oh no, uh -oh. we're on the no. separate wing. Different you know, floors sometimes. Floor, yeah. And they don't know, yeah. And That's so, true. and by the way, there's nannies. Uh, the kids are oh. not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The kids are not alone. <laughs> we don't just give them Dimatap and put them to bed, you know? Uh, NyQuil. NyQuil. <laughs> yeah, so, so how old are your kids? They're 10 and 14. Two boys. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, they're at the point where they're cool when we leave them alone. Yeah. I mean, not alone in the house, but they're cool if mommy and daddy go out. That's yeah, you know? yeah. They're, they're getting to the point to where we're going to stop being cool. Yes. Slowly going to get there. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of borderline right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't want us to drop them off at right. certain places. Right. Oh, I don't, really... don't want to be seen with you. Yeah. yeah. Let me walk. Yeah. The rest of the way. So, but uh, yeah, man. What else you got over there? That's, <laughs> that's got to be a really cool aspect to, to having like somebody to bounce like your impressions of people off of. Like if you're dating together, like when you go out by yourself, like when it's just mm -hmm. normal monogamous dating, like the only person you can really, you know, yeah use to judge the other person is yourself but like if you're getting kind of a weird vibe off of somebody to like be able to look at your wife and be like hey are you getting a weird vibe you know and like have somebody to kind of affirm any of the, right. the questions you might have about somebody like i think that's like a really cool aspect to the idea of like you know the the oh, yeah. oh it's amazing style. and yeah. we make sure that we we always do like a debrief after every meet and greet even if we don't end up playing when we meet a couple we'll yeah. say you know how do you think it went what did you think about them? And we'll ask each other questions. We'll go over, you know, the energy and the vibe. Yeah. And also if I want to rewind slightly while we're, mm. while we're in the meet, my lady will pull the woman to the side and drill her with questions. Oh, yeah. is, is this your idea? Mm -hmm. you, you know, um, did, what, what level of player are you at? Are, yeah. are you a full swap couple? Are you attracted to my husband? Can exactly. you see yourself doing stuff with him? So and we, I'm doing the same thing with yeah. the guy and I'll tell you why, because early on we had couples that, they weren't really couples. They mm. were fuck buddies. Yeah. And a guy would hire a prostitute and show up as a quote unquote couple. Right. Right. And so now what we do is we target wholesome couples, long-term couples. I don't mm -hmm. care if they're married or not, but yeah. you know, like a married style couple, children, With you know, kids, careers. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why is because when you get these singles that get together to participate in the lifestyle as a couple, mm -hmm. not really a couple, 
a lot of times these singles can be a little bit more high risk. There's no real accountability to a family unit, to their children, to their future. And if they're over there doing raw dog with a bunch of people only to come together to target wholesome couples, we don't really like that because we've been exposed to people that during the meet and greet, we found out that they just met each other and that they're just wanting to have some fun. And so we kind of exited from those scenarios and now, you know, we look for, um, classier people on the classier right. side of the spectrum. And when I mean, when I say classy, it's, uh, you know, people that at least, you know, have a job mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. a level of wholesome involved. Right. And because generally, um, they tend to be a greater experience because yes. they have their shit together. They do. And they have, you know, more skin in the game than single right. people would. Also, what we love about the couples is that we found in general that couples get into the lifestyle to enhance their relationship. Mm-hmm, and correct. singles, they just might be looking for random hookups. They just want right? to fuck. Yeah. They just want to fuck. They just want to get action. Not all the time, but most of the time. And then the couples that we've met, it is pretty amazing to see them enjoy the experience and to see them leave yeah. our hotel room or wherever we are. High-fiving, high-fiving each other. Each other. <laughs> yeah. And we feel good that um, yeah. you know, we became good ambassadors of the lifestyle yes. to these people. And mm-hmm. because of the podcast, we tend to attract a lot of newbies. Right. And a lot of times we will meet them just for drinks and we'll just talk about how to increase their game, mm-hmm. give them a strategy and some advice and things like that. So for anyone that's interested in exploring the lifestyle, you know, we have a, a lot of strategy and technique that you can take by just listening to the show over at PriorySociety.com. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had to sneak in a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> well that's, I, w- I was going to bring it up because like in your first couple of episodes, like you cover so much. Uh, I, I think it's, I mean, first episode is introduction. Second episode, you break out uh, second or third episode. You guys break out like the, the 12 different types in the, in the community, yeah. you'll which, yeah. which I mean, I'll go ahead and say, I, I guess I fall into the networker care category, yeah. uh, you know, sure. but, um, you know, so, I mean, just, and I, I think I can honestly say like, if, if anybody finds it at all interesting at all, I mean, they're going to, they're going to keep listening. Um, but you guys, uh, from from what I understand, you guys were pretty popular right out the gate with your show, and now you've got you've got a really nice following. Uh, you know, like you know, you guys were going over stats on on your most recent episode and whatnot. But yeah, so like gaining popularity and whatnot, like uh, how how do you plan on keeping your identities secret from you know family and friends? And like, do you ever plan on sharing that with? Or you know, coming public or anything, and if if not, then why not? Well, right now I'm so full of shame that I'm uh, talking to you guys with a prayer cloth draped over my entire face. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, yes. a, it's, it's draped over me because I don't want to even be seen right? in, in in the office. I've got my rosary beads. Yeah, I, you know, there was a Hollywood production company that reached out to us about being yeah. featured on their sex documentary. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, we would love to feature you as podcasters, you know, follow some couples around, mentor them, you know, help them out in the lifestyle. Take them through an event and coach them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that conversation was cool because we said, hey, Mm -hmm. our our likenesses are going to be out there. Are you okay with that? And we had serious discussion about it. And we figured that we're already in the lifestyle. It's really difficult to say, you know what? All that ultimate pleasure that we've had, it's not going to happen anymore because Mm -hmm. we want to conform to society and to what people believe, uh, you know, we should be like, it's like, if it's like, as if it's their business at right. all. Right. Right. So we figure that we're going to come out of the closet soon enough. My mom knows that we're, you know, freaky people. Yeah. <laughs> we, she travels with us all the time. She's chill. And, uh, you know, I take her to Vegas with us all the time. Yeah. And 
with her boyfriend. So they're all doing their oh, shit. But a younger, a younger man. Yeah, but one one of the times we. Uh, <laughs> They were spending the night in our room because their room wasn't going to be ready for another day because they had booked a different reservation. Right. <laughs> and then I, so I told my mom and her boyfriend, I'm like, you guys need to get out of hey, here. Go do some gambling. <laughs> we, we have a threesome coming. We didn't say a swap because I right. think that would be too much of a shock. Yeah. And I basically, mm -hmm. yeah, because I want to do a threesome. She's like, oh, okay, oh, excuse me, Mr. Threesome. Okay, yeah. bye. <laughs> She's so cool with it. <laughs> so, uh, but my lady's parents don't know yet. And, yeah, none uh, of my family know. I mean, I... <laughs> Like we said, we were having that discussion yeah. when it came up. Would we be okay on camera with our faces out there? Right. And we know that the lifestyle community would still embrace us, maybe even more. I don't know. Well, yeah. Of but course, of um, course. in our personal lives, I, we I think we're at the point where we're okay handling what yeah. might come. We've already detached, guys. Listen, mm -hmm. we haven't logged into Facebook in a year. <laughs> People are emailing us asking us if we we're still alive. Yeah, they're like, dude, are you dead? What's going yeah. on? We haven't logged into Facebook. We belong to business social clubs and it was just boring. We so stopped we, going. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, we'd go to these fancy uh, social clubs, uh, downtown LA and Marina Del Rey mm -hmm. and we did wine tastings and you know, the, all the networking with all the local politicians and this yeah. and that. And after a while we'd show up and we'd say, okay, well, is, are we going to yank a couple out of right. here and go smoke cigars down the road <laughs> and swap with the wife? Exactly. You know, at least we don't have to play and get sexual, but you know, have let's, let's I'll do the cigar. A bit, you know, do the cigar ceremony with the wife. You know, right. you know, teach so, her a cut and all that. Speaking of that, uh, do you guys do you guys have like a preferred cigar to uh, reflect with? Uh, oh. I, guess, I guess reflect reflection would be the the right term. You know, after you're after you're done with your conquest. Oh, sure. Yeah, um, definitely. So I'll, I'll tell you what I have here uh, in, right in front of us. Um, actually, my lady made these selections. She's the one that said, um, let's place an order for these. You know, we like to give commerce to our local smoke shops. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know, because we order online too. You know, who hasn't done the big sampler orders, right? Oh, big bulk orders, um, for you, sure. You kind of want to know, hey, this stick, that stick. So we, we, of course, we would order from online. And then uh, we find out what we like. And I think maybe opposite for most people. Um, then we go to our regular smoke shops mm -hmm. because, yeah. you know, local, just like we would do for a, a bicycle shop, uh, you oh, know, yeah. like to do that. Um, so my lady went to a local shop and she picked up some sticks here. In terms of a favorite, my lady loves the infused. I do. You know, like I guess most ladies, right? I also like yeah. you know, coffee flavors. I love those too, dude. I raid her humidor all the time. <laughs> I'm all about the uh, Isla del Sol. Tabac um, especial. Tabac. A little Java. Bit of, little coffee. Mm -hmm. um, I love because, you know, we'll do a dinner. And then we'll smoke afterwards. And now I'm skipping dessert to enjoy yeah. a nice smoke. So or I might yeah. have an espresso or something with it, but it's, um, mm -hmm. yeah, the infused ones are great. So, yeah, this one here is the uh, H. Upman by AJ Fernandez, the blend. This is one that uh, my lady picked up at our local smoke shop. Uh, they had a, uh, you know, a little deal where you, you, know, you buy how many? Three, get you buy one three, free. get one free on the table. There were a ton of them. Yeah. So they were so, blowing out. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't see it completely, but the, yeah. the box on the table doesn't look like that's something that you could buy at your local shop. Yeah. Okay. So we're pretty spoiled because we have friends that for years smoke us out with all Cubans. Now we're done with it. We have oh, two, no. no, we have two Bejicas left. This is the, uh, the 56, um, Cohiba Bejica. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're, we only have two left because it was a box of 10. Yeah. And um, we'll smoke those. It's not, obviously it's not an everyday smoke. Although my lady in Vegas just last week uh, lit up a Daniel Marshall gold, the 24 carat. Mm, yeah. It was yummy. And we have two of those and uh, it's a it's $300 smoke. I know. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and guess what guys, it doesn't stay lit. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> if you don't work it, if you're not on it, yeah, it's turning off. You can't, you can't ignore that. Oh, the, the temperature mm-hmm. of the wrap of the wrapper uh, messes with it. Yeah. But um, in terms of like my go-to favorite stick that um, is um, is not all the time is a Padron 1964 anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Really, um, really full flavored. I yeah. love that. Uh, my lady, of course, loves the um, the infused. I like I like the nubs. Yeah, I do those a lot. Uh, okay, they're short, but they're rolled. They're fat and they're rolled really tight, so they actually last yeah, quite a while. The stubby ones, and yeah. I, I thought it was going to be a little strange with the short stubby ones mm-hmm. because I hate it when you know the the cigar starts getting kind of hot and yeah. it, and then it's so close to and your it face. It feels and different then, in your hands. You know? Yeah, but those the way those burn are yeah. are great because it, they're actually a slow burn. Exactly. And yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're they're terrific. Yeah. So the banker um, here and um, la, la what is this one? Is, la Gloria yes. Cubana, la nice Gloria. fatty, um, probably a sixty gauge seven incher. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll um, you know we'll hit the backyard. We'll make some old fashions, and uh, we'll light up whether it's uh, hey. Sometimes we hit up these little small machine mates. Oh, dude, on a quick drive. These uh, Principes by La Aurora. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah. right. These little quickies kind of like cigar, kind of like gas station type, yep. not quite, um, Philly blunts or uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Swisher sweets. These little babies right here are, are our go-tos to introduce our friends. Exactly. So we yeah. carry a bunch of cherries with us and, uh, Vanilla. little foil wrapped. I mm-hmm. uh, don't, no need for, uh, you Cutter. know, our, our little pillows or, yeah. you know, B69 or whatever they are. Yeah. And so these we use when we're turning out a freaky couple and we buy these by the <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll, well, yeah, here, let, let's show you how to cut mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do the whole thing and I'll hold the girl's hand and, you know, I'll cut with her mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, before you know it, and she's like, is this the way you hold it? And then she'll put it in her mouth and say, am I, am I sucking on it right? right. You know? <laughs> and then we're exchanging saliva. So we're already fluid bonded. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like <laughs> you're swapping. We're swapping saliva. Yes, yes. We might as well be swapping, you know, vaginal fluid. I mean, what whatever. else is there? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, obviously, you're not going to pull out, you know, a $10, $20, $30 stick for someone who just wants to experiment to see if they like it. Exactly. exactly. We'll pull out these little quickies. Yeah. So we always have those on us. So unless like unless you're Brian and it's my first episode, he'll pull out all the stops. I've, I, I'm not very uh, experienced in the uh, the cigar game. I uh, every almost every cigar I smoke is in this room. Would you guys light up tonight? Uh, tonight, uh, actually, brand new. Uh, the shop just got them today. Uh, they were they were supposed to come out last week, uh, but they were delayed. Yeah. But the brand is JSK Jassum Crawl. Um, okay. And the the cigar, like I said, it's brand new. Uh, it's called the Tyrannical Buck. Uh, the owner of the company, his, his nickname is Buck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a nice ash going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's mine. Mine fell just before the half. But <laughs> I don't know if you could see yeah. the the band. My my camera's kind of far away. So yeah. send okay. us send us a link. Um, yeah, we'll look for it. Um, it'd be it'd be cool to try. You know, we're always we're trying. To, now, did you yeah. light the same thing? Just two of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 both lit the same thing. And after this, I got a couple of. Uh, Quesada Molotov cocktails um, yeah. on, on on standby, but uh, now Quesada, by the way, is the is the uh, roller for the Daniel Marshall uh, gold cigar. Mm. I tr- I found out it was the Manuel Quesada people that formulated the oh, cigar. Very cool. So Quesada is pretty cool. We yeah. had some of the forty anniversaries, and uh, those those uh, those are legit consistent. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's uh I you can't see it on on screen but up up here on the wall i've got an autograph box from manuel casada oh, damn it so cool shit. man nice 
Um, was he doing like a cigar night or uh, a tour or something? Uh, I actually bought it from a friend of mine. Um, uh, you know, he, he put it up for sale and was like, I need that box on my wall. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I, I ended up buying the box from him and, um, you know, there, there it sits. So, um, and they they were from uh, 2012. Wow. Yeah, they were from 2012. I got them last year and uh, they were, they were pretty fantastic. So mm. they, they, they aged well. Uh, they smoked really good. I think I've got one left. So. Oh. <laughs> Damn. But, you know, we have some friends that are super aficionados and we were with them this weekend yeah. and guess what? They're swinger friends. Uh-huh. So, um, oh no, but these guys, they are nuts, dude. Like, you know, they, um, so, you know, we have here one of our fancy cases, right? The Peter James <laughs> leather case that people make fun of. Seriously. Our yes. friends that are full on cigar aficionados, they're like, dude, put that shit away. You, you're, you're, you're embarrassing me. And then we have friends, <laughs> we have friends that have these cases yeah. and they'll lay it out on their table at the lounge yeah. and they'll, they'll create a little scene. You guys know on Instagram, all those cigar pics with oh, all yeah. the symmetry, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> with all the coffees right in that perfect spot. Sometimes we'll do pictures like that. And then so um, I was saying earlier that oh, this is a good talking point. Like yeah. it's all marketing. It's for someone to say, hey, you have that Defeat Extreme. Right. Uh, this, this fucking thing works only half the time. I know. Um, <laughs> because they started being made in China. And I don't know what's going on with the element, but it, it really only works half the time, this Defeat Extreme single torch. Yeah. So I'm going to send it back to them. So again, they're just well, conversational. But before, before you send it back, uh, have, you, have you purged it at all? We, we, we emptied it and refilled it um, with the um, official the uh, thing. Fuel. But I would yeah. need a little help. Uh, to see if uh, maybe someone can can help me troubleshoot it before it gets sent back. Yeah, yeah. just a, like usually usually a good purging of the lighter till it's completely empty. Uh, yeah. Clean clean the element. Uh, yeah, which I'll, I'll even most of the time like if I'm at the lounge and I don't have anything to clean it with, I'll just uh, I'll just spray the butane into the element, let it air out, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that'll clean it up. Um, you know, like a quick clean, and yeah. you know, uh, make sure like don't shake up the can. Before right. you fill it of course, up, of course, right? Uh, upside down. <laughs> yeah, keep like mine. I keep mine upside down, so all I have to do is take the cap off and and fill oh. the lighter. So, you know, what's funny is that we have this the fancy accessories, which again <laughs> are just so that we can talk to people and meet make make new friends. But our trusty go tos are the Zycar, yeah. the, the dual. Oh, yeah. I mean this this little baby right here and this uh, sixty gauge uh, Zycar right? cutter. This little combo is like our go to for the car. Yeah. And uh, well, it's just, and yeah. I have a little torch in my car, yeah, a little four torch, a che- um, like a cheapy one. It's great, but it it has never failed. It actually, works. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, most of the time I use this uh, the Zycar multi tool. Uh, it's yes. you know, scissors. It's got the you know the thing to purge it. And oh, that's perfect. My, yeah. my my everyday lighter is a is a Firebird uh, jet lighter that I think cost me seven or nine bucks. Yeah, and yeah, sure. you know, I've I've had it for a couple of years, so yeah. uh-huh. works every time. I'm uh-huh. sure. <laughs> I love it. Just just about. I mean, you know, definitely need to give it a good once over every once in a while, but you, you know, know what, nothing major. Yeah. These friends that I'm telling you about, the cigar aficionados, they um, I I started talking about them, and then I got off on the accessories, mm-hmm. but they are so uh, old, original that mm-hmm. their uh, cigar stash are in. They call they call them Costco. Uh, um, Costco like herfadors. Ig- it's a big igloo, dude. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're all old school, right? And inside, dude. Okay, so oh we were God, there we this weekend. Some old shit in there. And because it was my my wife's birthday last week, um, oh, she happy pulled birthday. out. Thank um, you. Yeah, thank you, man. She pulled out a 1970s H. Upman with the 
cello that had gone orange already. Yeah. Old, yeah. Old. It was great. And um, they're all, they make fun of us because <laughs> I, I bring my cigar kit and all of our stuff and they say, if you bring those near me, I'm going to cut them in half. Yes. We don't smoke <laughs> domestics. Right. <laughs> the, okay, again, these are people that from when they got started have smoked Cubans, Cuban seed, all Cuban. That's their jam. Yeah. That's what they like. And um, there are people like that. Yeah. They, have a coming up. they do. That, that, that's fine. Uh, you know, everybody has their taste. Uh, yeah. but mm-hmm. that's, I mean, the, the, the Cuban stigma is, you know, the best cigars ever. Well, for, yeah, for, so, for some people, they are. Um, people right. like Cubans. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I want something strong. I, yeah. The Cubans that we've smoked, the uh, Ramon Ayones mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, Simon Bolivars and, you know, all the different Cohibas, uh, we've gotten them in the ceramic um, little thing. And, um, you know, of course, the Bejicas. Dude, they're soft smokes. They're light smokes. Yeah. They're creamy, yeah. easy, mm-hmm. you know. So sometimes I crave a nice full flavor, which is, a, of course, <laughs> the Padron, you know, 7,000 yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's probably why the uh, the – Cubans got like such such popularity, right? It's probably because it was such an easy smoke that like basically anybody could just pick them up and smoke them and be like, oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, you can smoke yeah. them every day or a couple Breakfast. of them a day. Yeah. And these guys are smoking like all day long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's usually usually if I'm if I'm going to have a Cuban, uh, I'll I'll usually have it in the morning with coffee or mm-hmm. or just water. Uh, I don't like if I'm smoking one. I normally don't drink. Uh, you know, uh, liquor or anything, because right, yes. it, it really takes away from the from the uh, the flavor profile yeah, of them. So, absolutely. But um, and, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a plug right here. Uh, they loaned us a book, and I didn't bring it. Oh yeah. But no. it's called an encycl in an illustrated encyclopedia of post revolution Havana cigars yes. by Min Ron Ni mm-hmm. and uh, honorary consultant Adriano Martinez Ruiz. And dude, we opened this book, right? It's thick. Oh. And uh, it's all about cigars. So and cool. this guy basically went to private collections of people around the world, mm-hmm. stuff from the 60s and 70s. And, and uh, he wrote up the profile that he detected. Obviously, yeah. everyone's going to have a slightly different On every um, cigar. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I took a picture. I, I, you can't see it. It's far away. But I'll upload <laughs> a picture on, on our Instagram with the cigar that we had uh, from the 1970s. I think it was from 1974. Um, amazing, man. Um, yeah. oh, it was Yeah, I know. Just you delicious. can't get it anymore. Yeah. Uh, unless it's from a private collection like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. to uh, kind of go back to what we were talking about prior to the cigars and stuff. Um, you want to get back to the... Yeah. <laughs> You're a pervert, dude. I am. I am. It's, it's, I, I told him, I was like, I figured out what sex was when I was five years old. Dang. And like I, I, I have been unendingly interested in the topic ever since. Yeah. And uh, and I'm the kind of person that when I'm interested in something, I leave no stone unturned. Like really? I definitely, like oh, I'm always interested. But uh, no, the kind of getting back to it is when you guys do encounter like a couple that you're not sure whether or not they're serious about it. Like, what is the the protocol? Like, do you guys have like a huddle meeting off to the side, and you're like, okay, hey, I don't think this is going well. Should we? Like, do we bail? Like, is that kind of the approach or? Well, I think, I think I could almost answer this one for them. They have, uh, (laughs) oh, okay. You go ahead. They they have, uh, like, you know, during their conversation at the meetup, they, uh, they'll start talking politics and Bitcoin Ah. and, uh, we call it it non-sexy talk. That's exactly what I was going to say. You hit that on the head. I'll tell you why we started doing non-sexy talk because in the very beginning, (laughs) my wife and I, 
we wanted to adopt a signal yes. that would let us know that, okay, yes, we're interested in going to a secondary location or right. back home or to a room, mm -hmm. a hotel, or no, we're not interested. Let's, right. let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Some kind of code word and or signal. Mm -hmm. Our signals were just messed up because she would say, okay, <laughs> squeeze my leg. And then I'd squeeze my, I'd squeeze her leg just because I'm flirting with my wife and would take it. And it was just a mess. Yeah. And then she would say, you've got to pinch me. Okay, grab my pinky. And yeah. it was just stupid. So later on, we said, why don't we do this? And it was one couple in particular. Yeah, that they, they started that. They yeah. started it because we met them in Vegas and they had on their profile, they said, if you voted for Trump, fuck off. Yeah, you is, can, it, yes. it, it was written on their thing. Right. Now, look, listen. Number one, I'm not allowed to vote in this country. Okay, I'm a guest <laughs> of this country. But number two. I respect the office. Sure. Okay, forget about who's there and whether you believe they have power or not. Okay, so that aside, right. she basically wrote on the um, on their thing: if you voted for this person, you know, fuck off. Yeah. So you can go fuck yourself. I think right. It was. So yeah. my lady said to me, if I don't like her or the guy, I'm gonna bring up that thing on their profile. Right. And that's how <laughs> I knew that it was ready to. We were we were ready to bounce and end the meeting. And what what was messed up is that the woman she was attracted to me. Uh huh. You didn't really like the guy too much. Oh no. And then she offered. She said, "I'm so sorry. That was just a joke. I didn't mean to mm -hmm. write that. Let me delete it right now." And she was really trying to redeem herself. I didn't yeah. mean to write that. You know, um, you guys want to hang? Let us get dinner. And and. <laughs> Wow. It wasn't, it wasn't about what she had written. It was exactly. our code language yeah. that yeah. we were interested. So anyway, we started adopting that. And then, so now if we're in a scenario, if my lady starts talking about her workload or this or Bitcoin or, you know, what we call non-sexy talk, sure. that's, that's how we know. Uh, okay. It's not, not going interested. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we're not going to do anything with these people. Exactly. But other than that, the conversation, it gets more flirty. It yeah. gets more touchy feely. For sure. My lady might, start maybe uh, flirting with the guy a little more, maybe mm -hmm. kind of pushing him in a flirty fashion. The right. woman will uh, make her way closer to me. And then my lady will say something like, let's see how you guys look together. Yes. Okay, honey, put your arm around her. And well, before you know it, um, we both know that we're both happy in that scenario and we'd be willing to yeah. do some more. Now it's up to the other couple and we're deducing through this conversation sure. what their level of play is. Are they a full swap? Are they parallel yeah. play, soft swap, girl right. and girl? And usually what happens is when we meet a couple for drinks or coffee or to do a chemistry check, we've been chatting with them by text or email. And yeah. we've seen, you know, we have social media websites in Swingland, right? So yeah. it's like a Facebook for swingers. It's like Match.com mm -hmm. exactly. for swingers, yeah. So you've got profiles. You can write a little bit about yourself when you got started, what you're looking for. If you're looking for girl on girl action, some couples want single males. Some couples are hot wife couples where the guy likes to watch his wife with another man. So you'll put all your interests, your stats, how, you know, your body type, how tall you are. And then people generally upload pictures. So we can get a good idea of our interest in a couple or more importantly, my interest in, in the couple <laughs> based on the profile. And then if the energy is pretty good, during the chat, because you can kind of tell how people communicate by the way they write. Right. And the ladies make the buying decisions, guys. Right. So if, if that's all going well, then we have a good idea that things are, are going to go well during the in-person meet. So we don't just meet random people. There's been some kind of communication and some kind of, you know, chit chat between me and my husband before that. And we don't meet everybody. There are a lot of people right. that approach us online and say, hey, we'd love to meet you guys. That's right. When do you have time? We we don't say yes to everybody. Yeah. And also there's a uh, large party coming up in Las Vegas in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Now we'll be there. I can tell you that the flirting is already starting now. Oh yeah. So yeah. 
everyone at these parties is placing you in a hierarchy. Yeah. All, all the way from, I'd never play with them. They're friend zone. Yeah, yeah. They're social people. That's all they'll ever, they'll ever be, at least now. Okay. All the yeah, way to the, to the other side of the spectrum. Hey, that's our first choice couple. Yeah. They're <laughs> really good. I don't care what they say in person. Let's make <laughs> Let's sure they them. look like that in person yeah. first, and then we'll continue. So the flirting's already happening now, and it's two weeks uh, away uh, from the event. So yeah. generally, there's a lot of interaction before an in-person meet. So the chemistry yeah. is already there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So another, another question that I got from, um, from Facebook was, um, how do you guys handle rejection? Oh, well, I would never take rejection personally. I mean, we're not attracted to everybody. And, and we don't assume that people are going to be automatically attracted to us. Exactly. Um, we, we're really good at reframing things. We have a background yeah. in uh, hypnotherapy, neolinguistic programming, and uh, we're able to reframe situations immediately. So we never look at it as a rejection. We, may, we look at it as, hey, they were not the right couple because they chose to uh, place their um, efforts somewhere else. Yeah. That's none of my business why they chose that. Right. It's, it's really none of my concern why they choose uh, to do things a certain way that includes us not in their plans. Exactly. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not my, it's not my concern. Exactly. Ultimately, yeah. you're, ultimately, you're going home with you know, the person you want to go home with anyway. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, because she, she asked if there was like a certain etiquette to turning people down or, you know, it sounds, sounds like uh, it's, you know, from what you guys are saying, it's not really a big deal. No, no, because people don't say yes to everybody and people right. say no in different ways. I mean, sometimes in a, if we're not interested, we'll say, you know, something like maybe we'll catch you at an event sometime. Right. Or let's just say we're at a party and, yeah. a, and a couple comes up to us and says, how are you guys doing? Hey, what's up? Can You want to go get some drinks? And it really depends. Yeah. If we don't know them at all, we right. might say, yeah, let's walk and talk. Let's go. Let's go check it out. Yeah. Or let's come back to our room. We'll make drinks in our room. And um, if we don't feel it or if my lady says, yeah, no, mm-hmm. then uh, I'll say, hey, guys, it was great meeting you guys. We're not going to cock block you. Happy hunting. <laughs> yeah. We'll catch you guys later. Wow. See, and, and we're, walk, we're walking already. Yeah. 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 So it's never a, an awkward like, well, what do you mean? Why? What, what's wrong with me? It's never that. It's always exactly. like, it was a great time, guys. High five. Yep. Go fucking find a sexy couple. Yep. I want to see you in action later. <laughs> we're going to get yeah. back to the party. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually that. So it's never, a, it's never, ever, ever a sad thing because yes. at the end of the day, that person has their grand prize and I have my grand prize. Right. And my lady... Well, you have a prize because no, I'm not you're my, <laughs> consolation. Prize. You know what? The, we're, not we're, even. We're what, we're what you call a steering wheel couple. No, we're not. Where my lady's a nine and I'm a two. Why am I? <laughs> so they teach you how to drive. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. We've used that on the podcast. Yeah. And, but there, there's a lot of that, guys. There's a, a lot of... A, guys that will use their hot wife to she's the lure oh yeah she's you know and then the guy doesn't really bother to take care of himself yeah he's all about the pizza and the and the beer beer. and then the lady's hot you know she works out every day you know does her p90x or whatever and you see that a lot and look when you take a look at the lifestyle everyone that you would see at costco <laughs> it's the same. Those are the same people that are in the lifestyle. Seriously, no, it's just normal people. There's a hot couple. 
Yeah. They're in the lifestyle. There's another couple that's, you know, ordering five hot dogs. Yeah. That they're going to eat right there. Exactly. <laughs> they're also in the lifestyle. Sure. Guys, it, it's very inclusive. Well, it's they, the idea of the nude beach versus what the actual nude beach is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think most people would be surprised. We have a nude beach here in uh, San Diego yeah. in Southern California. We're in Los Angeles, but San Diego has Black's Beach. Mm-hmm. And ask anyone that's been there. Yeah. You know, you'll see <laughs> of, you know, the hot girl sitting down, arching her back like right. for an Instagram mm-hmm. photo, you know, fanning herself with Hawaiian Tropic. Mm-hmm. And really what you find is guys with pot bellies walking around <laughs> just trying to get a crotch shot yeah <laughs> right yeah so so uh how do you approach the subject in the wild like um outside of a designated meetup or anything yeah. um you know it, it, now i think i heard you guys mention something about black rings in the past um yes. are, are black rings something in the lifestyle or they are we have they them are. here we're wearing them they're on the right hand ring finger yeah now i can tell you something sweetie how many times has someone actually even bothered to ask about your black ring? Like once or twice. Yeah, it doesn't happen, guys. It now, doesn't happen hmm. a lot. Um, all of these little tales that people write about, eh, okay. Yeah. We got black rings because when we go to a lifestyle event, we want people to know beyond a shadow of a doubt, we are lifestylers right. and we're there for that. Yeah. For that. Let's, let's have a conversation. Right. But if we're ever out in the wild, we know what to say. Hey, what's that black ring? Well, mm-hmm. if we like the couple, we'll say, hey, maybe we're uh, in the same club. Are you in the lifestyle? Exactly. You know, are you guys lifestylers? You, you, have you heard of this and that? Yeah. And, you know, we'll know whether they're in the club. If they're hot. If they're know. hot. <laughs> now, if it's yeah. a couple that um, says, hey, guys, uh, are you guys, you know, I see your black ring. Mm-hmm. You know, are you guys in the lifestyle? And my lady will look at them. And if she doesn't like them, she'll say, you know, this is to commemorate 22kill.com. Um, veteran site <laughs> <outside> awareness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's an honor ring. It's a silent yeah. salute. Um, my lady, you know, she's a firearms instructor. And oh, wow. She loves guns. Oh, so do I. We have some here, actually. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. We have ARs and shotguns and uh, pistols, <laughs> oh, that's right? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Within arm's reach. Yeah. This is our office, dude. You, this you is a private place. within arm's reach. I mean, Someone would have to be a dumb motherfucker to come exactly. in Exactly. <laughs> but um, anyway, the uh, we can say that the honor ring and... Yeah. Um, you know, I, we, we teach business classes. So many times we've given uh, free classes to returning vets and uh, people like that, you know, uh, you know, people right. that have served uh, military and law enforcement and stuff. So, you know, it's a part of our life that um, we're very in touch with and, you know, we respect. So um, we usually say that as a, yeah. you know, as an icebreaker. So and then cool an, stuff. another part to your question is that there are swingers or people in the lifestyle that love to go out and do what they call turning out vanillas. So they go vanilla hunting. And right. when we say somebody's vanilla, that just means they're not in the lifestyle. They're, they're not into swinging or swapping right. or anything. Just a like regular that. sexy couple. Yeah. Civilians. So civilians. There's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when we're out in the civilian world, you know, vanilla hunting, that's not our thing. It's not a fantasy for us. It doesn't turn us on. Too much to, work. Exactly. Like you're going to the club and we, well, we stopped going to really a lot of vanilla places anyway. That's right. But when we go out, it's like, it's a swinger place. If we're going to go out for fun for that, for that purpose. Yeah, they're pre-qualified. Yeah. And we only want to be at a place where they're already in that frame of mind. Correct. And if it's going to go someplace sexy mm-hmm. beyond a conversation, then it's great. But yeah. uh, it would be too much work to try to teach someone consent and, hey, yeah. why don't you explore? Be, no. Are there you okay with so this? So many yeah, cool exactly. couples that are ready and down you know, down to play. We call these couples naked and ready couples. Yeah. (laughs) These are the couples that have their drama out of the way. And they're Mm -hmm. basically, we met a couple in Vegas one time and they taught us that term. 
they're from the Pacific North Pacific Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> and beautiful woman. She looked uh-huh. like the girl from Friends. Um Jennifer Rachel, Aniston. Rachel, yeah. From she looked just like that. And <laughs> the guy cute. was a fucking like lumberjack fucking muscles and shit. Like a, you know, but I think yeah. he, he had a corporate job, but he had the muscle. Uh-huh. And they we met them at a bar at our hotel in the lobby. Yeah. And within 10 minutes, she said, I would love to play with you, pointing to me. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, oh my goodness, you look great. Yeah. And then <laughs> th- they said, do you guys want to order a drink or... Do you guys have drinks upstairs in your room? <laughs> <laughs> they themselves to our room. <laughs> so they, they they were telling us that they had met three other couples that weekend. Yeah. And that the other couples wanted to have, you know, the dinner, the drinks, the mm-hmm. bar hopping, the clubbing. Yeah. So obviously those those other swingers needed a lot more of a process. Right. Mm-hmm. They told us, they said, they wanted to do this whole date night thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe you'll play at the end. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe just girl on girl. And then she says to us, here we are, naked and ready, mm-hmm. and these are to go to dinner for three hours. Right. So since then, we've used that term, dude. Naked and ready couples That's are our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we gave her the sniff test. Oh yeah. And she passed it with flying colors. Yeah, she was on you from the beginning, and that was that was the best. That's great. It was so easy, and it, they were fun. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she was freaky, dude. Yeah, I know. Hot, <laughs> very hot. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So good stuff. Oh man, I, I'm excited about all these questions. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's it. It's, it's fun. It's fun to ask them, you know, uh, that's, I, uh, like my, my mother-in-law, uh, asked, she's like, I can't believe this post is getting so much traction. And <laughs> like, well, well, why do you think that, you know, why, why do you say you can't believe it? Uh, I mean, it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily interested in the lifestyle, but I just like learning about everything really. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, just the, the, opp- the opportunity to hear the other side, you know, um, people you know. are curious too. So oh, are. if your post went, you know, a little bit viral right? is because people, um, are very, very curious. And now they know oh, it's yeah. okay to ask the question, you know, yeah. it's been on their mind, obviously, but because you've had such a response, like, okay, well, you know, the desire to know more, it's out there. Mm-hmm. So. I actually, uh, recently read this book called, uh, tell me what you want. And it was all about uh, um, sexual fantasies. And it was like a 4,000 person survey asking uh, Americans just different people from all different walks of life uh, yep. what, their, what their sexual fantasy was. And it was yeah. all anonymous. So people were really trying to be open about it. Mm-hmm. And sure. I think non-monogamy and consensual non-monogamy were like, it was like number three or number four most, yep. you know, most voiced uh, uh, sexual fantasy that most people have. So oh, I think yeah. that, you know, this idea that like, you know, the lifestyle is, 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 isn't something that, you know, is, is widely accepted. I think that's, that's probably a little bit more untrue than most people would like to think like that. A lot of people are really interested in this topic and, and, you know, just broadening their horizons, uh, sexually and, and and as a relationship. Definitely. It's cool. So where, where are the boundaries? Uh, my, my wife asked, uh, when is it considered cheating or is there such a thing as cheating in the swinger lifestyle? Well, sure. So for us, we don't consider swinging cheating because we have full permission from each other to go out and pursue other couples together. And we do it together. We don't play solo. Exactly. That's the first thing um, that they need to know that we're not going on hall passes. My wife's not going on a solo date with some executive business traveler. None of that. Exactly. Uh, We're doing something together. We may separate and go to a separate room only because it's more comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. four people, four grown adults in a bed, sweaty, <laughs> guy, 
Well, not only that, guys, another quick pro tip here. Yeah. If you're ever in a swap scenario, a lot of guys will get stage fright if there's mm-hmm. another man in the room because they're so, you know, not homophobic, but there's another penis there. Right. And if that other penis gets hard really fast and starts, you know, yeah. getting ready for play, and the other guy maybe requires a bit more foreplay yes. and maybe um, requires a little bit more affection or whatever. And they feel so, like they have to keep up. And the right. other guy. And all of a sudden, someone's penis may not work. Yeah. So we found that when you separate, it's just a little bit easier because now that guy's not staring at his wife. The wife yeah. is not worried about making the noises that are going to maybe make her guy a little extra jealous. Why exactly. don't you make those noises with me? Yeah. So we like to get a little distance, at, at least too bad. So the whole cheating thing, you don't have to cheat if you're doing it together exactly. because now you're more congruent than ever. Yeah. There are no lies. Yeah. There are no lies ever. Right. I mean, we're we're so... If you can talk about that person's hot, hey, this girl's hot, that guy's hot, yeah. then you're absolutely going to be able to talk about the other very important things in your life. Like, dude, that payment, mm-hmm. I didn't send it, honey, and I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to get pissed. Right. You know, it's never anything like that. It's all, it's, everything is fully transparent. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. It really increased right. our communication level. So it's only really cheating if you go behind your partner's back right. and you don't tell them what you're doing or you withhold the truth from your partner. So with our relationship, everything is out in the open. We, like we said, we talk before and after dates and say, Hey, what do you want to try? So I get more pussy now with my wife (laughs) (laughs) than I did on my own. There is no reason to go behind anyone. Same with you. You get more like high quality dudes because of the, you know, we do this together. We're, we're, We're each other's wingmen. Yes. And that we pre-qualify couples. We work with yeah. the couples together. We, we ask them questions. We make sure the, the momentum is built up because yeah. in the swinging lifestyle, it really is all about momentum. Mm-hmm. And you well, just it, keep things going. Right. And it makes sense too. My best friends are always my best wingmen. So. That's right. <laughs> you know each other the best. Yeah. Right. You know the jokes. You know, you know how right. to react. You got each other's back. Like why would you mess up a good thing? Exactly. You know what I mean? So we're having fun. <laughs> yeah. So there's, again, to answer that question, there, there's no cheating. Yeah. Um, there's a meme out there that says, it's not cheating if my husband holds the camera. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> so how do you guys know if, uh, you know, is, is, can, can you tell if, uh, you know, someone's out to harm you, like physical harm, uh, you know, any, anything like that? Uh, are, are there ever any scenarios where, you know, you guys uh, sign waivers or anything like that? Okay. Well, hmm. number one, we usually have firearms with us. We, we have some kind of personal protection device. <laughs> no, well, everyone has, yeah. my lady has a blade in her bra usually, yeah. a nice bench made, and that's mm. some bullshit, right? Exactly. Um, we take Krav Maga. Uh, we've, yeah. we've been active in uh, you know, force training for a long time. Mm-hmm. We're out on the range a lot. And um, in terms of safety, uh, the reason why we don't separate in, in a swap scenario, especially when it's someone new, yeah. is Exactly uh, for that reason. Right. Uh, we want to make sure we feel a couple out. What if some guy PTSDs or what if, um, yeah. you know, maybe he likes to choke his wife and thinks it's okay to choke my wife. And uh, you, shit, you might like that. But <laughs> well, actually, I do, I do like some of my You like a little bit of pressure. A little pressure. Yeah. Right. But I, I mean, I've never felt physically threatened. And if yeah, some neither have guy, I. Yeah. And if some guy did something that I didn't like, I would fucking tell him. Oh yeah, it would be it. It would be a, a very short-lived life, right? For that, <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, let me go. I'll be right back. Continue. Oh reading. sure, yeah, definitely. So, we, you know, we're also good at reading body language. So if we're talking with a couple and we feel like there's any kind of red flag, 
if somebody's creepy and they're, you think they're going to do something to you, you can kind of pick up on it. Mm-hmm. So if there's any kind of red flag, we'll cut things off, we'll excuse ourselves or we'll get out of it and we'll be polite about it because there's no reason to be an asshole if nothing's happened yet. But um, we do know how to defend ourselves. We know how to take care of ourselves. So my husband doesn't necessarily worry about me. If I need him to step in, I'll definitely call him over, but it's never happened. I mean, I can take care of myself. And again, when we, when we have done like a separate room experience, it's only been with a couple that we've played with already and that we both feel comfortable with. And at that time, it's, it's most of the time it's been where we're in a separate room, but like down the hall from each other within earshot. So mm-hmm. we're, we're careful, but people know they see our guns on our profile. Like we have pictures of us with our guns at the range, you know, on a, you know, our date, date, day <laughs> at the shooting range. So they know that we can handle ourselves. I think we put that out there. And then even every once in a while, my husband will joke and say, you better not fuck up or Isis is going to, you know, she'll fucking, you know, take your eyes out or cut your dick off or something like that. So, and then we say it in a joking way, but it's true. (laughs) So people tend to be very respectful and people in the lifestyle are generally very respectful. They've never attacked us physically. They've, it's just, it's been, it's been safe. It's been, you know. I was telling them that people, you know, people can handle, people know that we can handle ourselves because we've got pictures of us at the shooting range and all well, that. Well, we put our pictures up there yeah. for a reason. Yeah. My lady likes a man in uniform, so she'll, you know, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll put do. a picture of her with a nice Raven concealment holster. Mm-hmm. You know, we're out at the, you know, FBI shooting range yeah. uh, playground in Vegas, right. you know, with Glock. We've you got know, good gear, you know. <laughs> we went through the Glock armoring course. Mm-hmm. And so... um because we we that's our go to. We love Glock for some right. reason. Well, right. it's very, it's le- you know, it's less moving parts, it's reliable, less, less shit to go. Yeah, reliable. You know, whatever. I mean, we have like seven thousand rounds through our Glock 19s. They're, they they they, they shoot beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> we got a frog loop with them though. You know, I know we'll we do. But yeah, people know, and we we um you know our pictures on our dating websites they leave subconscious clues, and yes. so we put things out there like we love this, we love guns, you know. So it repels a lot of the goofy types Mm -hmm. that may have ill intent it it lets them know dude this probably let me go to a different couple just like home right Mm -hmm. you you guys probably have a sign that says nothing inside worth dying for you know what i'm saying (laughs) right yeah so well i think the underlying the underlying idea of respect in you know uh in the lifestyle and in in those kind of uh situations like probably doesn't bring up a lot of that like that being an idea of, of actually being scared for your safety or anything like that. Like I feel like everybody in that situation is probably very respectful person. I mean, they respect themselves and their partner enough to want to swap that. I don't think that, you know, them being uh, malicious would be a worry. That's kind of at the top of the priority list. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. And when you mentioned the word safety, uh, we really should bring up the uh, issue of sexual safety. Oh yeah. Like what do you, cause that's really probably the most important part of safety. It's never really, are we scared for our well being yeah. more than, Hey, condoms all around. And that's yeah. a conversation that needs to be had because there are couples that are, uh, they're just bareback couples mm-hmm. and there are a lot out there and they'll say something like, Hey guys, we're, we prefer bareback play. Of course you don't know, you know, really anything about them. And so, you got to use at least, you know, you got to use rubbers, right? You got to use, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, if I don't have a rubber, Throw on a rubber. I'm just going to put on an athletic tube sock. 
<laughs> Safety first. You know what I mean? Well, so yeah, that was that was another that was another one of uh, MK's questions. Was yeah. um, you know like, uh, do you guys ever ask to see medical information? You know, for STDs, and you know, what if the condom breaks, resulting in preg- pregnancy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, wow. And we <laughs> talked we talked about that, right? Like worst case scenario. In the very beginning, <laughs> and I'll tell you what a lot of our listeners do just so that uh, it's out there. Mm-hmm. Our listeners have been instructed to do the following. When you do a swap, you're wearing condoms. Yeah. And condoms really don't break unless they're sabotaged. Yes. I mean, seriously, yeah. they're designed to not break. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Unless the girl's really dry or um, you're, you, you're mixing wrong loops. Like if you're mm-hmm. using something that'll melt the condom, right. then, you know, that's not, that's yeah. not cool either. Like non-lube substances yeah right that's gonna melt the condom <laughs> yeah. but um our listeners have been instructed to tell their swapped partner mm-hmm. you know the, the females will tell the guy when you're ready to come i want you to come on my tits in a sensual manner yeah so that no matter what the cum is always on the outside of the body right you're right yeah. and so that's something that we tell our listeners as a safety yeah obviously they do whatever the hell they want if sure. they, their big fantasy is They're to adults. like hey i want to feel you finish yeah. inside me let's finish together who the hell are we to tell people right. that that's right or wrong? I mean, on the same token, if they want to go ahead and go bareback and go raw dog, you know, they're, yeah. they're consenting adults. Right. So what right. are we, you know, what are we supposed to do? We're not yeah. the world's police here. Right. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What else do you have to add about? Well, this? I, I want to say that I do condom checks throughout a play experience and yeah. we've said that on our podcast before too, is that Fre- frequent position changes. Yeah. You if know. you know, Maybe you're using a condom for the first time because you've been, you married for so many years That's right. and you've, you've just started using condoms. You don't know how to put them on. Right. <laughs> you don't know if it comes off. Does it feel different or certain yeah, yeah. condoms feel so natural that it's kind of hard to tell if it's still on or not. The condom skins are good. Yeah, and there's some Japanese condoms that are ultra thin. They're amazing. It feels like nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I will tell women, hey, you know, do condom checks and make it sensual. Reach around. Reach around. Pretend you're you touching wanna, yourself. Yeah. Say you want to, hey, I want to see it going in and out. That's really hot. And then you look down and either you can see the base of the rubber still there or like you said, touch yourself or just reach down and maybe grab his balls or something and then do a sweep. And if you can feel the condom still on, then you're good. Or if you say, Hey, you know what? I need to, I need to switch. And then you, yeah, my you legs get, falling uh, asleep. Exactly. Or I need, I need a little drink break and go take a sip of your drink. And then when you change positions, you obviously you're going to look and make sure that the condoms intact and it's still on all the way. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's you know pretty, pretty, pretty simple. Uh, yeah. He asked a question about um, oh, the, uh, checks. Um, the doc, the whether records? whether you, whether we ask people for uh, yeah. for checks, right? medical records. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's very similar to the single world. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to ask someone on Tinder, "Hey, you just accepted a date. It's Friday mm-hmm. evening. You're going to meet that person at 10 p.m. Are you going to kill the vibe and the mood by saying you're hot and I want to do this?" I need to make sure we go to stop by the STD clinic before we right. do anything at all and yeah. wait three or four or five days to get our results exactly. back. It's pretty rare that someone will ask for that. Mm-hmm. So the best you can do is it's not perfect, right? It's I the know. same thing as asking, do you ever uh, leave home and make sure that there are no drunk drivers on the road? Right. <laughs> right. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's the same thing, right? It's, it's um, really hard to do that. Yeah. It, it's the same thing. Um, basically, um, it's more dangerous to be out and about 
than it is to catch something. Now, I'm not going to go deep into the subject, but it, it, do some research, guys. It's actually really difficult to catch stuff mm-hmm. um, when, you're, when you're using condoms and you're, you know, you're, you're ultra careful and everything. Um, but also, a lot of the stuff out there is absolutely treatable. Mm-hmm. Okay, So in the worst case scenario, you go and you get, you know, your antibiotics. Right. Dude, I, I put penicillin in my dick every Friday. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just playing around. Maintenance. Dude, I just, just, to, just prevent, you know what I mean? Like, you know. Just, just to soak it. It's, it's like I spray some Febreze on my balls. It's yeah. the same precaution. It needs to smell fresh. Like, you got to. I put one of those little pine trees from the car, the air fresheners. Just rub it. Just rub it. <laughs> I, I hang it from my belt. <laughs> hey, that's a mistletoe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, um, the whole SCD thing, um, mm-hmm. we are nuts about getting checked all the time. Yeah. Um, because we, we, we're on our anti-aging protocol with our concierge doctor. So he's checking our blood anyway because oh. he wants to check yeah. our levels, our liver function and everything else because he has us on um, supplements mm-hmm. and exercise routines and right. all that. And we so, might have to make little minor adjustments to our protocols. That's so, right, different yeah. vitamins. So mm-hmm. we do that for us. Um, other people in the lifestyle are damn it, very damn clean. I can tell you, oh, you guys yeah. can look up this study. It happened in Colorado. They want, and, I, and I'll, I'll find the site. Yeah. I'll find a link to it for you guys. They went into a community of swingers and they wanted to find out, you know, what the level of uh, STDs and uh, STIs, venereal diseases mm-hmm. type thing um, within this community. It was the first time ever that the report came out absolutely 100% negative results, all clean. Everyone is pristine. Yeah. The first time, you know who who wow. shared that that uh, study? Hmm. The founders of Cassidy.com, a oh, dating yeah, website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll find it. I'll find uh, links for you guys. Sure. And then they checked other communities, and because these people are cheating on their wives, mm-hmm. the wife is cheating on the husband, and they're meeting their level their lover in a hotel room, and they're having unprotected sex right. in the car, in the woods, you know, in the movie theater, in the bathrooms, <laughs> um, you know, in the heat of passion. Yeah. It's it's more common for single people playing the field to actually have STIs than it is in the swingers realm and even the porn industry. Exactly. Um, The level of unprotected sex in Hollywood, everyone would be dying and walking around like zombies. Like the, (laughs) if it was that bad, seriously, epidemic and uh, we, we live in Hollywood. So, um, and look, here's the other thing. We are paying a lot of attention to people's tongues. You know, do they have a, candida overgrowth that's yes. not necessarily an sti thing right. but if someone's gross like they yeah. have that the tongue is completely white sure or their their eyes are yellow mm-hmm. they got this jaundice skin yeah. you know there's a lot of red flags that you can tell by looking at people's nails yes uh, looking at their skin right and it's not even necessarily sti related you know no. like sexually transmitted infection or, or diseases exactly. it's not related to it. it's yeah. just they might have their body's not working a hundred percent exactly swingers take care of their bodies yeah yeah that's awesome. I like I it almost is like it's almost like when you're honest and you can just be yourself that uh you know, you take better care of yourself or something. It's weird. It really is. <laughs> you guys, I'm watching you on camera. You guys lit up another uh, stick. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, we just lit up the uh the Molotovs from Quesada. Ooh. Very cool. But, um, I like the build of this. This is crazy how it got it's just like fatter and then it just yeah. kind of slims out towards oh, that's the end. Nice. So all right, so last from last from MK, um, <laughs> uh, specifically towards ISIS. Uh, she said she wants to she wants me to ask the married woman with children if a 
they support the lifestyle because it's one of the last things they have to do with their husbands and B where the fuck do you find the time and energy laundry, <laughs> laundry, dinner, homework, and swing. Do you shave your legs? What do you tell the sitter? What if you run into the pet? What if you run into a past swing at the PTA meeting? Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of loaded questions. Well, first I shave, I shave everything. <laughs> oh, she, she, she does laser. Yeah. So she no longer has to shave. So there's very little maintenance at this point. Yes. So that saves me, you know, a solid 10 minutes when I'm getting ready. And uh, another, another quickie here. Yeah. Most swingers are either doing laser yes. hair removal uh-huh. or they're getting um, waxing. Right. And they're very clean. There's very little pubic hair that you'll see yeah. at a swinger club just right. because people don't like it. And when you have a, you know, hot girl that says, you know, I really don't like people, you're going to shave it. Oh, yeah. yeah so, you can get rid of that shit. Yeah. But um, to answer the first part is, is this the last thing I'm doing with my husband? I'm like, well, I'm the one that started the conversation. Correct. So I'm, I guess you could call me the lead pervert. Yeah. She's not doing anything because I wanted her to do Correct. it. Correct. She turned me out and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so then to, to finish that question off. Yeah. Uh, we'll reverse it. So Eros, is this something that you got into uh, because you felt like it was something you had to do with your wife? I got into it because the door was opened Mm -hmm. for the thoughts that I already had. Yeah. Yeah. Because like any other guy, I'm looking at the hostess at the restaurant. Of course. And I have been for years since uh, I was in kindergarten. (laughs) Um, I'm looking at the waitress, the girl behind the concession stand. I Uh mean, and I'm, everything is sexual. Right. Um, How are you today? Oh, she wants to fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is sexual for men. Just because she says hello. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just because she comes into my bubble. Right. She wants it, dude. She she wouldn't be in my bubble. That's right. So now I have to kind of go go down my consent framework checklist, make sure I don't get busted. The mortgage application. Yeah. So um, (laughs) I I like the way you reversed it, by the way, because um, if if I were doing this or if I try to talk my lady into Mm -hmm. doing this, that is the biggest red flag that we look for yeah, in couples. For if, sure. if we feel that the woman is going along and she's not really into it, yeah. we exit out yeah. and we go out to another couple and that is on the same page. Go Correct. ahead, sweetie. I interrupted you. I didn't mean to do that. No, it's okay. I, just, I was going to say that we, when we are screening our couples that we're meeting, we're having conversations with them, we definitely make sure that they're both on the same page. And typically what happens is if the woman is okay with the situation, if she's into it, then right. the guy is cool. You know, yeah. he's going to go along. Not because he has to, but really women, yeah, women are the primary drivers in the lifestyle. They have the power in the lifestyle. They so they make the decisions about who the couple plays with, when they play, how often, what they're going to do, how far they're going to take the play. That's right. And so we're always making that sure that couples are on the same page. And so, okay, so that was... Yeah. The first part of the question, what, what else was there? Um, how do we if, find the time? Yeah, how do you find the time? Um, so we're not going out every night of the week, okay? We yeah. always put family first and always. our home life and our businesses. They all come first, okay? Lifestyle is a nice addition yes. that we perform and we involve ourselves right. in whenever we feel like it. We yeah. flip the switch. Hey, you want to hit up the club tonight? Right. Hey, do you want to set up a nice awareness campaign? Start posting titty pics and booty right. pics on the swinger websites to create traction yeah. so that we can find a nice date for next Saturday or yeah. next Friday night. So it's not something that we're doing every single night. I don't want to do it every not single Not even night. every weekend. I mean, I, they, because it's so difficult to find pre-qualified couples that yeah. match our criteria, right. 
we uh, can only play maybe once, twice a month, unless it's like a three-day takeover event like it's coming up in Vegas mm-hmm. where you're, you're with, you're at a hotel takeover. This group has taken up the entire hotel. There'll be over 800 people there, yeah. all couples yeah. from different levels of fitness and mm-hmm. different levels in the lifestyle, newbies, seasoned people. And uh, you could literally fuck every day if you wanted to. Sure. Multiple times yeah, exactly. a day. You could fuck three different couples a day if you wanted to. Yeah. Now, we won't do that. We're there to promote the podcast. Right. And if we find a nice, sexy couple, I'll be happy with mm-hmm. one couple a day. Yeah, so be it. Yeah. And then cigars. <laughs> yeah, I know. After that, just, you know, just sit there and just chill. And networking and mingling and, you know, so, so we don't go out as often as people might think. I mean, right. yes, we have a podcast on it, but it's definitely not the priority in our life. It's, it's an escape for us. Yeah. And so we do have to plan because of kids and family and when we're available, if we don't have any other personal right. or business commitments and we'll say, okay, well that weekend we have nothing going on. Let's try to make something happen. All right. So that's all the, uh, that's all the, that's all the submitted questions that I had. So, um, I guess, I guess, uh, we'll, uh, kind of go back and forth here, but, uh, as far as, uh, cigars go, uh, you guys smoke on a, on a fairly regular basis, not just when, when you're out swinging, obviously, but, um, (laughs) yeah, we light up at home. We smoke inside the house. We don't care, dude. We have rabbit air. My car. Yeah. Yeah. We have these little ionizers everywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. in the car, these little plug in ones to, um, spray some osium, Mm -hmm. um, leave the ionizer in overnight, the little in the, um, in the lighter and, uh, oh dude, we're, we're all over it. I mean, as you can see here on our table, just, um, and, uh, our humidors at home are, are humidors at home are pretty nuts. Um, I, I love the, a flavor infused and my, they make fun of me at the lounges. I know. Dude, I'll light, I'll light up a coffee or a Tatiana. Yeah. In the, I have to smoke those in the car because they, they will, they'll make fun of me forever. They'll give you shit. Dude, I'm yeah. all groovy yeah. blue in the vanilla. Oh, it smells like pipe. Dude, I love that. It's like a pipe. Yeah. And it's a it's wonderful delicious. flavor. Yeah. On the road with some M&Ms and, yep. and driving music. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like so going to the pub and ordering a martini or whatever. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, when we do go out, if we are on a date with another couple, we'll, we would never smoke before a date. Right. We'll usually reserve it for afterwards. Like a victory cigar. Yeah. A celebratory <laughs> cigar. Well, and, th- that, that, and I imagine just the, uh, you know, if, if the other couple isn't into the smoking at all, that's yeah. right. That's going to, that's going to turn a, a very pleasant thing into an unpleasant situation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 So either if we do want to smoke, like we met a, a couple in Vegas, they met us there. Uh, they're both, they're from California and mm-hmm. so are we, but it was, they were available one weekend. We met in Vegas and this is a naked and ready couple. We have a great relationship with them. We go way back with them and we met in the lobby. And we went to our room for drinks mm-hmm. and uh, the little, the beautiful cheerleader type blondie <laughs> with an uh-huh. amazing body. Oh, yeah. I took her to our room. You went with the other dude who's very trustworthy. Oh yeah. Um, we're not going to say, but let's just say a lot of background checks involved yes. with what he does. And uh, <laughs> we, we said, Hey, uh, we're going to meet in about an hour and a half. Right. And then we went back down, um, ordered some pizza and we just smoked cigars, man, yeah. in the lobby of the Mandalay Bay. Yep lit up some sticks and then we just sat there and, and his right. wife was still hanging on me. Yes. And it was kind of like, you know, you just had a, a moment of passion mm-hmm. and you also just ate cause we had pizza, you yeah. know, that was, it was later. So that was the only thing that was open. <laughs> and now you have that cigar oh, yeah. like after a nice steak 
And then you're just sitting there, but we had also fucked. Yes. So add that to everything. Yeah. Awesome. It was, like it, a it was complete a, night. It, amazing, yeah. man. And yeah. of course, we hung out with them the next day, and, and mm-hmm. it was all about cigars that yeah. weekend as well. Yeah. So how, how, often, how often is it that you end up getting together with a couple and you know, both, both couples already are into the cigar hobby? It's it, pretty rare. It, it doesn't happen often. What happens more often is that people will tell us that we have inspired them. We saw your cigar picks. We want to try. start smoking and try cigars. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll show us, hey, I got this cigar. Yeah, or yeah. They'll send us pictures. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We went to our local lounge. And, <laughs> yeah. Right? That's what, I do. That's what I do with Brian. Whenever I have yeah. a cigar, I send him a picture. I'm like, hey, man, I got this. Is this any good? <laughs> <laughs> and he'll say, there, there are no bad cigars. There's cigars exactly. when you're mowing your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, there's, there's definitely been a couple of bad ones. Um, <laughs> but not, not normally. No, just, just like you said, you know, the, the yard guards. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, but that's uh, like specifically a, a buddy of mine had somebody from work uh, surprise him with uh, uh, four four Cubans that he brought back from um, you know where, wherever he went. Okay, and he handed them to me. He's like, uh, you know, hey, what do you think? And you know, I, right as, as soon as I looked at him, I was like, oh, they're fake as hell. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, they 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 were supposed to be Cohibas, but the band was Aww. too long. They, the the band was too long. It was cut right. and uneven. And oh, yeah. the band actually wrapped around the A, so it just said Cohib. Oh and, no! So, but but we had fun with it. You know, we, we ended up cutting them open and um, and uh, dissecting uh, them. Yeah, di- dissecting it, giving it a little autopsy, and what was inside was just fucking horrible. Probably oh. short, was, short you know, like, scraps, probably. Yeah, it was you know what they swept off the floor, including some lint and some probably. hair, and you know oh, it was it was, yeah. it was bad. So. Yeah, we, yes. we've had some street smokes uh, from mm-hmm. Cuba that friends have brought back. And yeah. they, they said, hey, these are legit from the street. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they're ugly. They're not real pretty. And pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not excellent, but it's like, whatever, dude. Well, I'm, I'm like, happy. Dude, if it's, it's like wine. If it's not my favorite, I open the bottle. I'm going to finish the bottle. I'm still going to drink it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I like that. I like the way you put that. That's, I, think, I think there's only been one time, maybe two. Where I did not finish a cigar. I'll struggle. And to, you know. I'll open up a Coca Cola if I have to. Yeah. Alternate yeah. the Coca Cola. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, we've never turned down a cigar. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we've had a smoke that we we're like, I can't finish this. This is yeah. So there were there are some that are really grassy. Mm-hmm. That are that that have that different. Yeah. yeah um, that I you know. We wouldn't buy it again. But exactly. You know. Yeah. 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 So uh, as far as storage goes, you mentioned your humidors at home. Uh, what kind of humidors do you have? So we have some tabletop ones, um, standard. The brands of these, sweetie, do you remember these? They're so Jeez. old and I don't remember. Oh, hell, I, I wouldn't know brands anyway as I far know. as humidors go. Okay, so we have, um, we have four of the, uh, they call them 200 uh, count mm-hmm. ones. And of course, you can't fit 200 in there. No. Um, or you don't want to fit right. 200 in there. Yeah. Um, and so we have those. One is specifically for infused. Mm-hmm. That's where we'll put yeah. the nubs, the Tatianas, the Drew Estates, all of all the, um, yeah, all of those. And then um, we'll have some better ones that are gifted to us from friends that are, that, that love to smoke uh, some Cubans. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we'll, we have the little um, Zycar cartridges with beads that you yeah. infuse with, the, with yep. the liquor. So we'll put that in there because we found that the built-in cartridges 
yeah. are never amazing. Right. Um, one of the humidors was uh, given to us in a bundle. Like we ordered a bunch of cigars and they exactly. sent us a big, a really big package. one. Yep. And it has all the little um, drawers the trays, and stuff. Yeah. But the, the elements are terrible. It still has that. Oh yeah, the green foam. It's the yeah. green stuff, man. Yeah. The green yeah. foam, like plants. And so we might have to replace those, sweetie, right. because we, we had to supplement. Um, and periodically what yeah. I have to do, unfortunately, yeah. is pull all the cigars out. Right. And read distilled water. Retreat it. Yeah, yeah because uh, you know. And then we well, have. I mean, the the, the best. Oh, go ahead. I, I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say we we also add some some jars in there. We had to add the uh, bead jars yeah. in there uh, to hold the moisture because the little built-in ones weren't doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 best foolproof way to go about it, like especially now, uh, Bovita's got the the big 320 gram uh, Bovita packs. Okay. So you just, I mean, like in my in my wine cooler humidor yes. I, I, have, I have two of those in there uh, i like mine at 65 percent, so mm-hmm. i've got two of the giant 65 percent bovitas nice. in there and at the bottom i, I do keep a, a dish with distilled water and uh the the, the crystal kitty litter yep. um okay you know just uh but the bovitas are there to soak up any extra um Definitely. and then you know i've got one in my tupper door because i've got a big tupperware container that's got the foam seal that's right mm-hmm. and um you know, I, I keep one in there and, you know, it, it's, it's pretty consistent and really no worries. So. Yeah, but. no, that's awesome, man. Yeah. These, yeah, we, we, we wanted to do like a nice fancy one with a glass top. And of course we read that, you know, don't get the glass top yeah. humidors. They don't really have great seals in them and all that. They're just for show, you know? Yeah. yeah. So for the most part, our cigars are, they stay on point. We, we purchased some of the little digital, um, hydrometers the yeah. Little, yeah. The, mm-hmm. that kind of you look at it immediately and you know it spits out the numbers right. and so they're they kept beautifully and of course when we're traveling we have the little ziploc bags with the little uh bobina yeah. pillows um this one here is a you know b69 right. uh, 10 gram little tiny ones yeah yep. kind of keep them at a keep them okay mm-hmm. yeah what else? <laughs> what, what, other perver- what other perverted stuff? I was going to say, if you want to talk about more perverted stuff, here we go. Uh, no, I actually, yeah. I actually had like a question about you guys' uh, uh, history a little bit. Like, are you guys from big families? Like, uh, myself, I, I come from a big family. So my mm-hmm. open-mindedness that I kind of have towards a lot of topics, I kind of attribute to that. The fact that I had so many influences from so many different people throughout yeah. my life. Uh, so I'm wondering if, if that's kind of the same experience for you guys, if, if like you, maybe you were already kind of preconditioned to having a little bit more of an open mind. I would say I was not preconditioned to having an open mind. You were quite the opposite. She's um, a Catholic school girl. Yeah. I grew up Catholic school girl yeah. and my family is big. I mean, I've got, you know, a, lot, a big extended family, lots of cousins and yeah. aunts and uncles and same here, you know, every, every holiday would be. 30, 50 people at least, you know what I'm saying? Like around oh, yeah. the table and then, and weddings were 300 people. Yeah, I so I, I do have a big family, but they were not an influence towards swinging on my sexuality. And They're more narrow-minded. They are. They would, I don't think they would understand. And if they did, if they did find out, it would take them a long time to wrap <laughs> around it. I mean, maybe some of my cousins, like the younger relatives would right. be cool and a couple aunts you know, right. they would, they would accept me no matter what yeah. I was. So, into. so what happens if one of these cool cousins ends up stumbling upon the podcast and saying, holy shit, <laughs> and decides to uh, fill the rest of the family in? Oh, like if they out if you they or out, out us. Fill the beans on me. Well, the first thing that's going to happen 
is if they're listening to us, yeah. and we're doing them a huge favor, uh, right? <laughs> we're going to teach them how to not make rookie mistakes in the lifestyle. Yeah. So she's going to have a great time. And if it's one of your cousins that I'm thinking of, yeah. they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> I will teach her. That's off limits. <laughs> I'll teach her. I'll teach her slowly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if they did decide to say something, I would actually appreciate having someone that I'm close with that I could talk <laughs> about this stuff with because it's, it's yeah. really hard. like you want to tell everybody, but you know, you can't. Yeah. And um, if they did, I'm like, well, dude, you were looking into swinging. Yeah, like, you're what the, the one fuck doing, are you talking about? You're the one doing research. Yeah, I'm going to out your ass. <laughs> we find that the lifestyle and swinging is pretty much the best kept secret. Mm -hmm. If people were to figure out how cool your relationship will be and take a you're going to up-level your relationship because your passion will increase. Yeah. For the first time, you'll be open with each other and congruent. Yes. And because you're telling each other everything, you're right. not keeping secrets. Yeah. And uh, you're going to get more passion in your life because your yes. reconnection sex, how powerful is reconnection sex? Oh. After we've played with a couple and then you and I get together. Sweetie. Oh my God. It's, it's hot. It's intense. It's like the best thing ever. Like the best orgasms I've ever had. Or yeah. no, it's amazing. during our reconnection sex. You know, it's, it's amazing. amazing. So I, I would say for uh, the people that are out there that are like, hey, if you get caught, would it be the, you yeah. know, the, is the world over? Uh, no, yeah. not at all. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll do us a favor because yeah. if they out us, then at least we'll have to come on the record. I'll we'll just uh, say, fuck it. You know? And then we'll yeah. start video live streams. Right. Well, that, that, also, that also reminds me of a part of the, that last question from MK. Yeah. She had asked, hey, what if you run into someone at the PTA? Oh, we have yeah. a swing day. Well, the part of the issue with that is, you know, they don't want to be outed either. Correct. So most swingers will say discretion is a must. And yeah. So everybody appreciates discretion, right? Yeah. And, you know, they're worried about maybe their faces being out there. But if I see you in public, <laughs> I'm not going to say, hey, let's go. Let's, you guys want to fuck on Saturday? You know, right. I'm not going to ask them that. <laughs> You're going to make a date or you're going to, you know, maybe right. chit chat later and be discreet about it. And they might, they'll probably, if you run into someone, they'll probably say hello, smile, acknowledge you, yes. and then continue the conversation later. Yeah, we've run into people. A, 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 nice, a nice subtle high five as you're walking out the door. Like a wink, wink. <laughs> and, that's, you know? and that's all it is. Yeah. And, and we already have uh, a way to deal with it. Um, our contingency plan, if we do meet someone at an event that we already know from our vanilla world. Mm -hmm. And it'll be immediately confronted immediately and say hello. Yeah. And then... Uh, make an agreement that, you know, it stays there. You know, mm -hmm. we're not going to talk about this anywhere else. And the chances that we're going to find them hot, who knows, maybe they're great, but maybe for the most part, the majority of our lifestyle experience, it's a social experience. So these are great friends that yes. we can be transparent with and be, um, just be ourselves with, but not everyone that we know in the lifestyle have we played with or will we play with? Correct. There, it's, we're just ultra selective. Yeah. And so, we would treat it that way and just kind of say, hey, it's our little secret, dude. Right. Just like your uncle, when you were young, yeah. it was your little secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's our little secret. Shit. Don't don't say shit. <laughs> That's, I, I, that, that was going to be one of one of my questions was, uh, you know, the the selective process, like how selective are you? Uh, and and from what I hear, you know, it, most of it comes down to ISIS. But <laughs> yes, it does. That's true. Yeah. Again, the women make the buying decisions mm -hmm. and it's a, what we call it um, goddess to goddess interaction. Yeah. When the ladies talk to each other, the guy, uh, look, if my lady says, hey, she's down, she's good, she likes you, 
let's do this. I'm just going to basically ask, okay, where do I insert my when penis? Do we- <laughs> yeah. Uh, when are we meeting or back which again? Hole, which hole do you want it in first, honey? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm Mexican, so <laughs> I start with anal yeah. and I end with, end with anal. anal. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to teach your listeners a going certain, in dry. It's you know. going to bite. You better bite the pillow. <laughs> teach them the uh, number one consent rule that your military firearms instructors taught you. Oh yeah, words to live by. Yeah. Okay, so here it is. No means yes, and yes means anal. <laughs> yeah. yeah um and by the way don't ever apply no, that don't yeah to yeah <laughs> yeah i was like wow hard left turn there yeah, yeah. <laughs> really but not um, really the, you know just like you should be uh ultra selective with everything you do with your yeah. business enterprise or you know whatever you're doing if you're a single person listening to the podcast now and uh, to the episode here and uh you're wondering hey are you selective with who you date now? Of course yeah. you are. You don't go out with everyone. Exactly. I mean, I think the big misconception is that, hey, they're swingers. You know, they want to do it to everyone. That's not true. And it's... Right. Yeah. Right. Like it's always green lights. Yeah, well, yeah. true. Like, like when people had found out that they had a gay friend, you know, back in high school or elementary, yeah. somebody came out to them and they're like, dude, I'm gay. And they got freaked out. It's like, just because I'm gay doesn't mean I want to fuck you. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You. we have standards. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, we have types. I mean, everybody has a type. Everybody has, yeah. you, know, you know what you like. Now, if we're in a dry spell and we haven't done anything, <laughs> <laughs> we have, I have to jump in here and say something because I have a type. I love, you know. I know you uh, do. Why like white girls? Do. Yes, you no, do. No, but here's the thing. No, because I lost my virginity to an all-American it's blonde. Sentimental. Yeah, yeah, with the pretty feet, yeah. with small shorts, even when it's cold. You know, right? that that of course. Yeah, very unreasonable, like <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. theme park, and it's yeah. And uh, so, but if we're in a dry spell, I don't care if she's brunette. Mm-hmm. I don't care if she's oh, a, a little bit, you know, not the ultimate in fitness. Right. None of that really matters. Yeah. In fact, guys, the truth is that. I would prefer, and my lady will tell you that she's the same way, someone who is super fit and it's going to be looking at themselves in the mirror, it's not very sexy. Yeah. You know, like I like to be able to grab and really feel, I don't want to, I don't want the girl's hip bone to be hitting my Digging into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A little meat is good. Right. And that being said, we, you know, we have also discovered that we really like to give some people a chance in person because looks are one thing, but you can find attraction based on somebody's energy or their sense of humor. Personality. And personality, absolutely. So a lot of people we meet become way more attractive when we meet them in person and as the evening goes on. Yeah. Yeah, so, I bank on that, the whole being attractive through personality thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it takes <laughs> a minute. It's a, it's, it's a different level. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, you you, you kind of have to be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> no, dude, that, that, not just you guys, me. I'm right there with you. <laughs> as, as men, no, you guys. No, as men, we only give so much. That's yeah. all. Yeah. We, our grooming can only take yeah. us so far. You know, women, you know, for the most part are just beautiful, no matter what, you know, how much they weigh or whether they put a, a ton of makeup on. Uh, you know, I'll find beauty. As long as she's clean. She has to <laughs> yeah. be, Absolutely. Just have a good pH balance down there. Yeah. And at least perform a soapy triple rinse, you know, every other day. <laughs> every other day. <laughs> so like along those lines, like in, in the lifestyle, what would you like as far as the ratio uh, for, for body style and, 
and fitness or uh, hygiene even. Yeah. Uh, is it most people are at least somewhat attractive and clean or are, are there a lot of uh, less desirables out there? I would say most of the people in the lifestyle are attractive and clean. And that doesn't mean that they all have six packs. The guys all have six packs. But here's the thing. Can I clarify? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Let me just clarify because I I don't want someone listening to take that in the wrong way. Sure. Like, oh, I have to be super attractive. Of course, of course. We always use this in our podcast um, that we want to help people become the best version of themselves. Right. So people in the lifestyle, when we started, we had the same thought. The idea that you're going to be naked with another couple yes. makes you work on yourself. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So no matter where they start, if they weigh a certain amount, they start doing things differently. Mm-hmm. So doesn't matter how much you weigh. It matters how you feel, how your clothes fit, and how you look in the mirror. Yeah. Right. So weight is, is pretty much irrelevant. Yes. Right. But the thing is that when people are on a journey, mm-hmm. they're on a mission. Yeah either of fitness or of clean eating or whatever it is, that makes them very attractive. And if you're confident, that's way more sexy than somebody who you would say would be, you know, like a fitness model or does the, you know, swimsuit competitions. If, if that fit person isn't confident and they come across as arrogant or being, you know, with a personality that doesn't vibe with you, they're not going to be attractive. So confidence is very sexy and it just you know body types run the gamut yeah they Um, really do earlier when i mentioned that if you go to costco all of those people are are the same people in the lifestyle and that really applies um it's it's about a third right super fit people dad bods and then people who just um you know years of neglect and it doesn't matter yeah they they because there is somebody for everybody sure and yeah. that's why there's so many different clubs. There mm-hmm. are some lifestyle clubs that you'll go to that basically do BBW nights, right? Yeah. Big, beautiful women nights. Right. And people that love that, they will go to that club. Sure. Well, women who love black guys with large wieners, mm. you know, they go to the mm-hmm. BBC night yes. at that club or at a different club. And then people who love, you know, like the Latino vibe or the yeah. all-American look. Right. There's different clubs that kind of cater to these types. Yeah. And you're going to end up where you feel the most comfortable. But uh, the lifestyle is very inclusive. And when all these people get mm-hmm. together at a large event, they're still going to kind of have their own little cells, right? You yeah. know, the little pretty yeah. people are going to be over there, you know. And they're it's, friends that click, you know. Yeah. Oh, and, like, like, like your uh, early episode, uh, the lifestyle is like high school. Yeah. That's right. You know, that very clicky. Yeah. And, exactly. Oh, yeah. Any group, man. Yes. Um, go to a herf. Go to the. Um, and we have not been to the big smoke in Vegas. We we'd love to go one of these days. <laughs> but um, we go to these big cigar events down here in L.A. as well in Los Angeles. And immediately, you know, the guys who do a lot of the Instagram photos, yes. they're all together. Right. You know, the, the celebrity girl that's a cigar rep. Mm-hmm. You know, she has her. You know, the the groupies around her. Yeah. And it, it's like that. It's the swinging is a direct reflection. Right. Uh, to who people are in real life. That's right. Anytime you get enough people together, you're going to see those groups start to form and it's no different in, yeah. in the lifestyle. And we don't care. We get along with yeah, everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Well, now what about uh, narcissism? Does, uh, does narcissism kind of run rampant? Like, you know, you mentioned confidence, but uh, are, are there a lot of people that are just cocky and like, oh, I know you want to be with me. You know, how can you not want to be with me? I, Go ahead and take that, sorry. Yeah. 
I haven't personally encountered that too much. I mean, that being said, like we wouldn't be friends with someone like that anyway. Most people are scared. Yeah. Most people are anxious. They don't know how to approach another couple. Yeah. And I think most people are, are really self-deprecating. I mean, every guy I think thinks their wife is the hottest woman in the room. I mean, I can say that. Yes. But, they edify their women. Correct. That's true. Yes. Isn't she beautiful? Isn't she amazing? You know, all these years, I can't believe right. she's still with me. Or So I think every guy thinks that their wife is the hottest woman in the room, but most couples have this trepidation. They're, right. they're dating for the first time. Everyone's walking on eggshells. Yeah. 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 Those same insecurities come up oh, as yeah. adults, even though they've been married and they're in a solid, secure relationship. When you're starting to date other people, especially we, now as a couple. We call it the constellation of emotions. Yeah. And many times people won't come across as arrogant because they're being bombarded with, hey, I'm going back to my first dating days, you know, yeah. uh, when I in college and am I fit enough? Does she like me? Yeah. Because she smiled at me because she chose to spend an extra 15 minutes with me. Does that mean that she likes me enough for further involvement or what? Will she go out with me again? Right. We are, we're all experiencing these sensations and that constellation of emotions again is self doubt. Sure is, you know, am I worthy? Yeah. You know, is my dick going to perform tonight? Right. Or is it going to be in a bad mood? Yeah. Um, do, you know, is this going to happen tonight? Correct. Is that person into me? And so this is where you increase your level of communication. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of techniques that we teach on our show, but we use ourselves. And it's, it all comes down to supreme communication in action. So it'll go right. something like this. How long have you been in the lifestyle? Oh, cool. What are you guys involved in? What do you do yeah. for a living? So all of the rapport building things, right. those are out of the way immediately. Second phase of conversation, more flirty, right? Yes. So are you looking to have fun tonight? Yes. Uh, you know, depending on whether we're at a club or a three-day takeover. Mm -hmm. And then slowly, we're, we're basically making them fill out a mortgage application, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Checkbox. Are they a long-term married couple? Check. Check. Do they seem pretty wholesome and clean? Check. Check. Does she seem like she might have a pretty looking vagina? Check. <laughs> I, it's all imagination. I think every girl has a pretty one. You know. Until you see it and it's all like um, butterflyed out. Like, you know, like, a, like a starfish? Very meaty. No, no, is that a starfish? Well, it's like a, a stingray. Like a stingray. Yeah, that. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was going to say meat curtains. But. Yeah, the roast beef. Oh, those are out there. Mm -hmm. Those are out there. Yeah. yeah I mean, in... And All kinds of pussies. They'll yeah. fill your mouth and you're eating them out and you won't be able to talk, dude. <laughs> it sounds like you have a mouthful of lasagna if you're trying to talk. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> what was your name again? <laughs> yeah. No, but um, back to your uh, question. It, it's very rare to find someone that is uh, full of themselves because yeah. no one's going to pay attention to them. Right. See, that's, I, I, I definitely would have thought the other way. Like, I mean, that, that, obviously, that's why I asked the question. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, I, I find that a little surprising. So. Yeah. yeah, most people are really friendly and respectful. And if somebody does come across as arrogant, if they're sitting in a corner, they're not really talking to anybody, it's usually because they're afraid to approach someone else, yeah. they haven't, you know, they haven't built up those communication skills. Yeah, or their the, self-esteem and confidence. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, I was going to say, I think it, 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 there's like an underlying theme through all of the questions and your guys' answers where it's, you know, how is this different for swingers? And then it's like, oh, it's not different at all. Like it's, <laughs> exactly. it's exactly what you right. do or like what you would do if you were single, but we're, we're married. Right. You know, I mean, that, that's, 
it, it, I think it's one of those concepts that people are more afraid of the concept than they actually are would be of the actual if they knew of the actual practice. You know what I mean? Like there's so much about it that is it, it's it's just, it's just an it, unknown. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun, though. It is. And uh, for all the curious people listening in. You know, we hope that we're bringing some clarity to the thoughts that they had because mm-hmm. people have preconceived ideas yeah. of it being a certain way. And until right. you start hanging out with people that are just regular folks, we've run into principals of schools. We've run into uh, high-powered yes. attorneys, uh, politicians, Teachers, celebrities, yeah. people that you've seen in movies. And what? Oh, man, that'll wait for after the podcast. But I got more questions now that you said celebrities. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, dude, there, there's just a ton of freaky people. Remember, well, they're highly sexed people, entertainers. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead, sweetie. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that, you know, people in positions of power that are in the media, that they get a lot of attention or they have, you know, they're attorneys and they're in politics or whatever, they have a super high sex drive. And what's the outlet for that? Do they hire an escort? Many times they do. Yeah. Or they cheat. Yeah. If they get caught, it's a big news story. But if they can do it with the love of their life and they both have permission, (laughs) it's just, it's fun all around. So you do see, you run into a lot of professional people, people in positions of power, sometimes celebrities. Yeah. Uh, Listen, um, if anyone doubts that, just run a search for Super Bowl prostitution. Um, Mm -hmm. Every Laker game at Staples Center, full of, Escorts yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and sex workers, oh, right. just full. Um, it's out there. Mm-hmm. People love it. Yep. People do it. A lot of times, unfortunately, they do it in secret. Yes. Now, and I know why they do that because the significant other is not at a place emotionally or at least evolved enough with their communication to where they can be completely honest with each other and say, yeah. "Sudi, I know you're fantasizing. You know what? I'm fantasizing too. Right. You know that little." vibrating thing when you're gone i use it yeah and i picture her neighbor or i picture right. you know the 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 guy that she te- coaches you know pta at the college or whatever right. you know she's picturing all this stuff sure. and i think it, it comes it comes down to if these people um, when they're ready when the communication has increased and improved right. then they're going to open up those gates Ooh. of maximum fulfillment and they're both going to be at a different level of passion mm-hmm. and in love with each other because, damn, now you can do this with your best friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's great. So do you guys have, like, I mean, you know, a, a lot of people talk about, you know, like the the uh, the celebrity list or whatever, like, all right, the, if you ever run into this celebrity, it's okay. <laughs> you know, the, the hall pass or whatever. Right. So do, do you guys have a, a dream couple that, you've talked about or anything like that that we would like do hall passes with no 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 not like not a target couple just a target yeah couple? just a, yeah like a, a a dream couple that you guys would love to swap with oh that we haven't swapped Damn with it. yet all right so uh, so here's well, the who the hell have you swapped with <laughs> <laughs> but here are some pictures <laughs> <laughs> i'm not telling my phone is Here's let my me, punch card. Is, let me know. show you some cream pie pictures. Guess <laughs> no. the celebrity? Right. Um, you know, in terms of celebrities, um, we're not starstruck because, like we said earlier, yeah. we're from Hollywood. We live in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And we run apartment buildings, guys. That's like my uh, my main business is we acquire property. Estate, and that yeah. stuff. So a lot of these Hollywood types, you know, I see them as like, hey, they're my tenants. They're my residents. 
Yes. Um, and we distance ourselves yeah. from that, right? So we don't want anything to do with, you know, anything mm -hmm. like that. And also we, we're here and we see behind the scenes, you know, we're at a lot of these events. Mm -hmm. We go to, you know, movie premieres, things like that. And um, a lot of music events and all yeah. that. The Grammys. The Grammys, of course, yeah. We've been going for the past uh, 10 years. Yeah, that, awesome. that, that was one thing that my, that my wife mentioned that I, I didn't see, but she's seen the, uh, the Grammy uh, yeah. picture from... Uh, On her Instagram. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. yeah, so uh, we know that uh, this is happening. We, we know the behind the scenes, so we're not starstruck when it comes right. to that. If we see someone you know, down the street uh, and there's a celebrity, we don't, I'm not really fantasizing. And I'll tell you what we do fantasize about. Um, most recently, our big fantasy is a wholesome couple mm -hmm. that's been married for a long time. Yeah. Children, the whole bit. And, you know, if they have children or not, whatever. But, you know, a nice long-term couple that we find hot that take care of themselves. Yeah. To be able to do exactly that, the um, full swap separate room. And mm -hmm. But we did it already. We told you guys about yeah. it. We met <laughs> yeah. this super wholesome couple. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we did a thing where, uh, you know, we had a... a a night of passion in Vegas and we went to dinner with them yeah. and uh, all the things that we would do together as a couple mm -hmm. that we would never allow anyone else into exactly. that world, that part of us. Right. Mm -hmm. And we ended up hanging out with them and doing the same things with them. And for us, it came down to the borderline of polyamory yeah. where you're actually having a relationship with other people, exactly. like a full on relationship, right. you know, sometimes even live in relationships where couples live together. Be, sure. And we wanted to kind of experiment with that. Right. And we're, because we're so picky and because we don't like drama and we don't like people that are sloppy exactly. and, you know, have their shit everywhere. And we have, we yeah. complain about people's hotel rooms, right? right? So <laughs> that's our next episode. It you is. Know, <laughs> how do we, how do we Set up your swinger room. And we wanted to find a wholesome couple that we can kind of push the boundaries of polyamory with. Yeah. And uh, that's them. We hang out and we do shit with them. I think the next step with that couple is for us to do barebacks or get them tested. Yeah. We'll get tested. We'll submit tests. Sure. And then do a whole like night of passion bear. Yeah. Bear. That'd be the, the next, right. the next step. Yeah. yeah. So now as far as that goes, would, would you guys ever do separate houses? I, I know you talked about separate rooms, but would you ever do, separate houses like when you're talking about that mm -hmm. um you know how yeah. how like how likely is that with them it has to be a couple that we've already played with yeah right and we already know very well right because we've done separate hotel room already right and yeah you know, that's that's one room. thing but that's a whole different level there it's yeah. true like so with this couple that that we really really like we would do like a separate date yeah, separate you know? night, separate home, whether it's on the same night. Hey, you you go over there, we go over here, and we'll see you guys, uh, you know, be home by midnight or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. go to dinner if you want. I don't, you know, do whatever you sure. want. And uh, the, the bottom line is the following. We've been married for 14 years. You know, we've made love to each other. We've had sport fucks. Go try something new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go enjoy something new. I can be with my husband anytime. That's right. Go have fun. <laughs> go enjoy yourself, yeah. you know, with a trustworthy individual. Right. Especially because they, we, we all four respect each other and yeah. I trust her. And, and you guys get along too. Yes, I, I get along with her great. If I didn't get along with the woman, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, there are three couples that fit that bill right now. Yeah. That are good friends right now. And right. we call these our go-to couples. Yeah. These are our, our go-to, hey, um, we want to plan a trip yes. to a winery or right. to a vineyard, wine tasting. Exactly. Let's contact so-and-so. Right. Let's do an overnight exactly. or just a day trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. 
So then like your ultimate goal kind of is to blur the lines between swinging and polyamory then in that situation, in that specific situation, obviously not in general, but like polyamory is kind of the blurring the lines there. Did you just say Pacific instead of specific? <laughs> probably, probably. You, from you the Midwest, know. it happens. We, um, <laughs> we live in Los Angeles and there's this body of water called the specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's very specific. Ironically, it's the largest ocean. (laughs) It's all connected. (laughs) Okay, so in in terms of polyamory, uh, do we want to be the uh, people that live together? I, for me, I don't think that that's what I want. I don't see that happening. But you're correct in in that we wanted to blur the lines to see how it felt. Yes. And do do you enjoy that, sweetie? Like spending a weekend? Yeah. Hanging out. We've gone shooting together uh, with a nice go-to couple yep, and of course that. that's not a first date activity but exactly way. you know what yeah. I mean? this well, is when you know them with with the go-to couples i would even be okay like if you went on you know like an overnight trip with the woman just yeah. you and her right and or a weekend or whatever like a like a mini vacation like a little mini escape right? exactly like i'd be okay with that but do i want to add another woman to my american express I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I don't. Probably, I don't want to add. Probably not. Probably not. Express. Yeah. Probably it's like, hey, you keep where you live. We live over here. Right. Let's meet each other every so often. Yeah. Okay. That polyamory is for very specific people that mm-hmm. love that. And hey, we did an episode on it. You know, I listened to that one today actually. Right. Yeah. And this yeah. um, and this woman, she she is in a relationship, a loving relationship mm-hmm. with multiple people. Yeah. And that's what she does, and right. that's a great thing. Maybe that's a different level. So here's the, the, the best answer. We're not actively looking for a poly arrangement. Right. If one develops into something poly, exactly. would you be open to it, sweetie? I would be open to it. I'd be open to explore. And we'd talk about it if that time comes. She'd have to have pretty feet, an ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So now, now along those lines, like, uh, does this other couple have kids? Yes. Yes, they do. Okay. Bro, so yeah. it... How does how does that happen? Uh, you know, if you guys, if the exactly. four of you decide to go polyamory, how right. do you bring this up to the kids? Right, well, their kids are a little older, and mm-hmm. uh, that's yeah, and true. That, that it would be a tough call. Yeah. And I, again, that's one of our concerns as right. well. I don't just like I wouldn't do it with a single uh, unicorn or a threesome. Yeah, like there are couples out there that have a dedicated girlfriend that join yeah. them on yes. trips. They live together. The right. whole thing. I don't know. Listen, threesomes, they're not our favorite thing. Exactly. Sweetie, tell them why you you don't really love threesomes. Well, okay, so I started wanting to explore women, but at the end of the day, I like dick. Right. And the other thing is that someone is, (laughs) someone's kind of left out all the time. (laughs) Right. And I don't want to just watch. I want to be involved, but... If, if it's just me and another woman, I'm not completely satisfied. Of course, I love to see my husband having a good time. Right. You could do the tribbing, the, uh, yeah, that's like a the lot of work. Sit, sit <laughs> <laughs> you could kind of, you could kind of, um, punch each other. Like you're making tortillas. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that's a myth. <laughs> so, so yeah. So at the, at, if it's, if it's like an odd number of people, threesome, somebody's going to be left out. And if it's right. us and another woman, I, you know, quickly realize that, like this is cool. It was an it was an experience, but it's not my high value in the lifestyle. That's right. And we want to be the center of attention, and we want to have the other person be yeah. the center of attention. Exactly. In a swap scenario, so my my focus is on the woman. Yeah. And my lady's having fun with her focus as well. Yeah. In that threesome scenario, 
someone is kind of either the bridge or someone's on the bottom or on the top and you can't really get in there. So you're, you're stuck with squeezing a tit right. and grabbing someone's toe. Right. And it's not the most, you know, <laughs> sensual thing. Well, it sounds like you're pretty into feet anyway. So I would think, I would think that grabbing a toe would be good for you. Listen, you um, should be happy with that. Um, I, I'm into symmetry. All right. So um, I, I enjoy um, a woman who is clean, takes care of herself, right. maybe does her nails every so often. So I'm a fan of grooming right. and I'm a fan of, 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 you know, someone taking care of themselves. Yes. Um, I don't want to bite her feet or get a foot, a job. foot job. Exactly. I'm, that, that I'm not, you know, they, they, they want to see girls squishing bugs and stuff oh. like that. Whole uh -huh. foot. Yeah, yeah. That's not. Oh, you guys are all saying, ew. <laughs> and, 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 and like, he's like, tell me more. He's like, ooh, yeah. wait, 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 bugs. I Where found a new genre. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we don't get nutty like that. I mean, we don't have like the whole difference between a kink and a fetish, right? Something mm -hmm. you enjoy or something you absolutely need to, to get, get off, off right? right. Um, I don't. The, what I need is uh, someone who's conscious, who's a um, <laughs> little bit lucid presence, yeah. right? She's there. She can answer <laughs> typical questions. What day of the yeah. week it is? You know, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. Just someone who's there, and then uh, you know, pretty clean. Yeah. Right, sweetie. Do you require anything that's extraordinary from a man? Uh, just all the parts. Well, he has to there. be able to become erect. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk to them about how often that happens. Okay, so where it doesn't work. So, it's pretty common in in the lifestyle that males have an issue getting an erection or keeping an erection. And in our experience, I've I've run into men that had issues with their dick about like, a little over half the time. Yeah, and it's so, out there. It's very normal. Exactly. Oh, From yeah. stage fright to health issues. They get in their head. I mean, they're, anxiety. it could be, you know, that they're not used to seeing their wife making these noises Correct. with another man. And he's thinking, okay, well, why, why doesn't she do that with me? Right. But part of the issue is that a lot of people have to be quiet when they're having sex at home because they've got kids in the house. Right. So all of a sudden you get in the room and in a in a hotel in a room, hotel room where you can be yourself and make the noises, yeah. and it freaks the people out. And and a lot of guys, I I look, you know, I look at them, and then I catch them staring at their wife all the time. Yes. And so I'm like, well, when I see that start to happen, I'm like, all right, buddy. Because you stop being the focus at exactly. that point. Yeah. Right. So it, it's out there. It happens. It, it is. Uh, yeah. Simple remedy. I mean, we found that if you separate a little bit, yes. get a little distance, a little even distance. if it's the same rooms, different beds, separate beds, yeah, that tends to help, and you darken the room a little exactly. bit. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in that episode where we talk about creating your sensual sanctuary. That's right. Which is tough to say, guys. Um, <laughs> if you have a lisp, it's the central sanctuary. <laughs> so, you're going to be fucked if you try to mention that. Yeah. You hear Aerothyphus? <laughs> so yeah no you guys are cool as fuck you know you're you're like typical cigar smokers when we're yeah. around uh when we're around people that smoke and you go to cigar lounge um it doesn't matter whether that guy is a high-powered attorney or if he's mowing the lawns or if he has a auto detailing business or if he's like a politician exactly it's yeah. just it's just uh it's that brotherhood of we're having a good smoke yeah. It's, it's, a, it's that common ground. Uh -huh. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. let's discuss something that, you know, everyone can talk about here. And it's, uh, I love it, man. It's a really cool. And I'm sure your listeners, uh, <laughs> well, hopefully we brought some entertainment or value to your listeners sure. and maybe got their, their uh, curious questions addressed as well. Mm -hmm. Do you have oh, yeah. questions there that, uh, that had been submitted or questions that you were wondering about uh, in terms of the swinging lifestyle? Uh, myself? 
Yeah, or mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I covered. Well, I think everybody else covered pretty much most of my questions. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, that's after <laughs> after we were done with with all that. You know, I asked the questions that that popped into my mind, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure I probably forgot a couple because I've got the memory of a goldfish. But uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I. Di- I mean, shit, I would think that this would be entertaining for most people. Uh, I hope so. You know, and, and earlier, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm a networker uh, in, in the lifestyle uh, leather-bound dictionary of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that, by the way. You guys' this segment where it's the, the pages turning and you open up the leather-bound book of terms. I love it, dude. That's, that, that's, that's actually what I thought you were bringing out when you brought out your uh, cigar case. <laughs> <laughs> the leather-bound perverted dictionary. Do you know that the original sound came from a uh, dictionary? It's a Black's Law 4th edition from the 60s. And it's this huge, it's here in our library, uh, here at yeah. the office. It's a huge, it's it must so be thick. like four inches. Yeah. And I had to find this uh, on, on Amazon. That's the, that's the first time I ever heard anybody consider four inches huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, four inches is already one inch bigger than my cock. So. <laughs> Would you say you're hung like a tuna can? Yeah, correct. That's my that's my line. Um, that, that's all right. I'm hung like a stud field mouse. We're all right. <laughs> you know, my, my big uh, my big concern if we go to a nude resort, and we have nude resorts here in Southern California, and they're all over the place. In Mexico, uh, in Cancun, there's uh, several nude adult resorts. And um, my big concern is I don't want to go into the jacuzzi all nude and have to walk out <laughs> and have girls look at my meat button. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's that's what happens. Hey, especially if it's like a chilly day. Well, that's why you have me work it. You, a yeah, bit. So I have me right? manipulate I fluff, it. I fluff you. <laughs> you got to tell her, all right, sweetie. I'm gonna get out in about two minutes. Can you can yeah. you do something for me? Back yeah, it up. Back. Sure. Give me a little a wiggle of the booty, and you know. <laughs> that's so great, man. Man, I I wish we could light up right here, I right know. now. Um, but um, we'll have to do it. Uh, maybe we'll yeah, an, an, another time. Hey, maybe yeah. we'll do this again. Only if you'll have us back. If you'll oh, have absolutely. absolutely. If you guys, if your listeners and your friends send in some follow-up questions, or you know, I, things I, come up after hearing us for the first time, I think they might. Yeah, I think they'll they'll have follow-up. And I don't know. Listen, we're down to oh, record yeah. again. Sure. Uh, if you'll have us, um, it's a pleasure because we had a great time today. You and, did. Uh, Thank you for having me, dude. I, I appreciate that, and that's uh, you know, yeah. Absolutely. If anybody has any follow-up questions, um, right. you know, th- th- you give us an excuse to do this again, you know? Right. Um, There's no topic off limits, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's and, great. Uh, you know, one of these days, I definitely do want to make the, the, the great smoke out, out, out in uh, Vegas. And if, yeah. if we could, we coordinate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's probably years down the line, but. Well, that's badass. Oh, sure. You, know. you, you got to buy early for that yes. thing, man. That thing will sell out quickly. And, uh, if you do the whole weekend pass, it ends up being right around like 600 bucks, right? Like if you want to do the classes and the yeah. early bird, yeah, you end up leaving with, oh, with, with a goodie bag. I've seen our mm-hmm. buddies that, 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 that show us the bags of all yeah. the smokes that they get and you end up leaving with a nice, uh, it's, it's usually worth more than the price. Oh of yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. You get your money's worth in Way addition more. to the networking opportunities yes. and the pictures sure. of, the, of all of the um, makers and all of the people that yeah. are there. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. damn cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, when when I was listening to the first few episodes, and you guys brought up the the twelve different types at at the Swingers Club, and you you mentioned networker. It's like, oh yeah, that's that's, that's definitely going to be me, you know. Yeah. Um, you well, know, that yeah. Change, you never know. Well, yeah. that's you know, like like I said earlier, you know, the the 
it doesn't particularly interest me. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't think it interests my wife at all. <laughs> hey, w- w- would she give you a hall pass if there was a, a girl that she knew was cool, wholesome, and clean? And you, do you think that would ever happen? Or would you give your wife a hall well, pass? I, I don't think that she would be cool with that. And in, in the same spectrum, like, I don't think that I would be comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, I, I, I don't want to call it issues or anything, but uh, oh, you know, I, I was, I would, I was divorced uh, because uh-huh. my 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 ex was you know she was a fucking whore. Oh, uh, and, and 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 all the and I, I should say you know the yeah whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> you, you can edit I'll, that. If I'll, you want. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at I'll leave it at that. Um, you know she she did things she wasn't supposed to do. Sure. And, uh, I I definitely was not cool with it. So. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's issues, but I, you know, definitely not comfortable with it. Oh yeah. It's well, not for everybody. I, I, <laughs> no, same here. And you know what? I, I'd like to say something also yeah. about Brian. If you asked me two and a half years ago, oh, yeah. uh, whether we would do this, my answer would be fuck. No, absolutely not. Right. You're an asshole for bringing it up. Right. Yes. This is, this is how of I would course. react because I wasn't ready uh, to, uh, right. to to understand any of that or I to know. even participate. Here's yes. the thing. We've been two years in the lifestyle. About six months of that was just fantasies. Yes. We had arguments. Mm-hmm. We had deep discussions. Mm-hmm. We would drink and we would play um, Sexy Truth or Dare on the, the app on my uh, phone. Yeah. And we would put in names of hot people. And we would say, okay, the app is telling you to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to the bathroom with you know Jake. Uh, for the length of one song, five minutes. Right. He, and then so we would do this. Now I'd get so pissed, dude. Like she would tell me, you know, Jake, the, the hot guy from the gym. And then I would choose, you know, Samantha or whatever her name was, exactly. the girl at the gym that whoever. would check the barcodes or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then my lady would be like, why, why would you choose her, that bitch with her fucking and this and her little curls? Like we, we were at each other. <laughs> that, that went on for like six months, right? <laughs> and then we, and then we hit our anti-aging doctor. We yeah. got really horny. And then we were like, okay, you know what? She's fine. Fuck it. And then me, I, was, I, I would get pissed at my lady. I would say, why, would you, um, why are you fantasizing about that guy? Right. Why that he, asshole? With his, yeah. with his, you know, uh, he looks like he has a, a 550 FICO score. Right. I don't want my wife <laughs> with that guy yeah. who doesn't even pay his bills. Right. And the, yeah. guys, guys, you understand, right? Cause you're, you can relate. We're all, you know, sure. Oh yeah. I was there, man. And yeah. it took me a while. Um, we would talk about our, our exes. Mm-hmm. Where's the freakiest place that, yeah. that you know, you had sex. Right. Um, which one of your exes had the biggest dick? Mm-hmm. And then my lady, which one of your exes uh, of my girlfriend's, you know, had the most fantastic vagina yeah. and you'd get pissed. I'd right. get pissed. And then we'd be like, um, let's drive by that fucker's house. And this is yeah. like, you know, Where does he- <laughs> this is 16 years ago, yeah. <laughs> 20 so, years ago. How come you never did that with me? Or yeah. Years- yeah. yeah. So, so with that being said, like, so as far as uh, marriage goes, are you guys, have, have either of you been divorced or are you guys your first marriage or? First marriage, First marriage. And, yeah, and yeah. been together for 14 years. Dude, we yeah. got married in Vegas, man. Yeah, we did. 75 bucks at the courthouse. Yeah. And we, we had always, we had always, uh, we had always treated ourselves yeah. as a married couple from the very beginning. And then we, later on, we got married and we happened to be in Vegas on over one Thanksgiving. 
We went to the courthouse and we're like, hey, you want to hit the slot machines, the right. buffet or fuck it, let's just go get married. Go. <laughs> and, um, we went and, you know, did the whole ceremony with the commissioner and yep. it was just, it, it, it was great. It was when we were in, yeah. my lady was in yoga pants and I know. we did the <laughs> thing. One of our big fantasies was always like, hey, we're in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They're giving us these free Correct. rooms, these yeah. great suites and stuff. And we're here alone. Yeah. I It'd know. be nice to have a freaky couple here. Yep. And again, that was part of our fantasy, but it, it was a process. Um, Definitely. Uh, conversations, uh, communications, arguments. Yep. Uh, our first few swaps were disasters. Um, you know, our first few dates, um, she couldn't stand mm-hmm. the woman, you know, holding my hand. And some of these people, because they didn't have parameters, the girl was like interlacing with her hands, um, kissing, mm-hmm. trying to take me to the bathroom. Right. The guys also sit on my lap at a restaurant where people knew us. Yeah. And so we, it was just a learning uh, process. Yeah. And, uh, and it's even, much better now. It, it's, it's way better. And, and I also want to mention that our fantasies have changed since we started. So right, they've been fulfilled. They have been fulfilled. <laughs> so we're like, not, not just that, but when we first got into the lifestyle and we first started meeting couples, we, you know, we heard that couples would have, you know, the girl would have a boyfriend on the side and the guy yeah. would have a chick that he sees on a regular basis. And, or oh, yeah. people would go on, you know, the separate room overnight, meet you for breakfast the next morning. Oh, yeah. And I, I would say, no fucking way. How could you do that? <laughs> That's right. It's like, no way. Don't ever bring that up to me. She would exactly. tell me that. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I can't, I couldn't even imagine just like letting you do your own thing. But now that we've met so many great couples and we have our go-to couples that we really click with. I trust, oh. I love the women. They're great friends of ours. Yes. I trust her with you. And of course, I trust you implicitly. Correct, because I'm trying to get him pregnant. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> How far it's gone. Yeah. It, came, it went from no way you are not going anywhere alone with her mm-hmm. to this last time we had a hotel. My lady ran a bubble bath for the other girl. Yeah. Uh, because and we had a jacuzzi suite. Right. As two person, I ended up with her inside yeah. there. You did. And, and you, you, she basically ran a bath with all her soaps and all the stuff that you use all your spa treatment stuff and she said okay honey i set up a bath for you like it's a level of friendship yeah that goes beyond uh the traditional you know girl hey you're my you're my ride or die my girl you're my gal for life right it goes beyond that because even though we haven't known these people for 10 years you accelerate Mm -hmm. the relationship because you're doing this "Quote unquote forbidden thing," right? right. That it just it forces you to uh, to to yeah. increase that related. It's beautiful. So now I'm like, okay, well, just take care of my husband. You know, now now, now she's like, um, bring him back fed. Yeah, <laughs> make sure he comes as many times as he wants. Yeah, and then my lady has a rule too. She basically says, you need to take care of this woman. You need to make yeah. her come at least once before you put it in her. So oh, that yeah. that'll make sure that'll guarantee good foreplay. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know, it's just a good rule to have. That's a good rule to have for anyone listening. Naturally. Yeah, absolutely. You know, get in there and do. A, right. By the way, I, I do want to say something that uh, the lifestyle has also increased our level of um, passion and being lovers and skills. You, you become a better lover. <laughs> yeah, you really do. You because definitely you get do. Different bodies, different people, oh, yeah. different ways of a lot of women. I love it when they're in tune with their body mm-hmm. and they tell you. Yeah, because most of us, uh, me included. We, um, we've been raised to not be too vocal about what feels good. Yes. Do this here, do it this way. And in the lifestyle, you find people that are, they're in tune with their body oh, yeah. and they'll say, 
you know, do this, do that. And you, they're coaching you to become. Yeah. Uh, well, because yeah. I mean, you know, you don't really have a choice. Like if you're not, if you're not enjoying yourself doing this, then it's like, what is it for? Like, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. plus it's a whole new body and it's a new person. So it takes time to learn, you know, their pleasure points and yeah, what makes them tick. And so when they can tell you, do this, do this, this is what I like. It just makes it better for everybody. Yeah. So those are some great pro tips for those of you listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make her orgasm before you put it in. And ask, her, yeah. ask her what you want. Tell people what you like. La- ladies, if you're yes. listening, ladies, yeah. um, you can't expect a man to read your mind. Right. And it's not enough for him to read the way your body's moving. Mm-hmm. Just please tell him, yeah. honey, put your hand on top of mine. Do this. Exactly. Do yeah. that. You know, because me, uh, I'm trying to find the clit. <laughs> I end up sucking on a skin tag near the asshole. <laughs> I don't know where the clit is. A little grape, you know. <laughs> a little, little hemorrhoid. <laughs> All right. On, on that note, you're learning uh, a lot. <laughs> Sweet. I, so yeah. On, on that note, I'll I'll stop the recording. Uh, it was a great. Then, thank you for having us on. Le- leaving your audience with words and a great impression. That's that, that's right. Leave leave the grapes alone. Yeah, PriorySociety.com <laughs> to learn all about. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, uh, any plugs and whatnot that, that you guys want to do, uh, go ahead and do it. Uh, yeah. after, after the plugs, I'll stop recording, and then we could, uh, we'd have a little private discussion, I guess. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, if you guys would like to listen to our podcast, you can go to our website, PriorySociety.com. It's P-R-I-O-R-Y. And society, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll then, tell you what, at the top of that page, yeah. there are direct links to Apple Podcasts, yes. Stitcher, um, SoundCloud, all, all of the popular places where they can go and listen to the podcast on their favorite app. Exactly. From Podbean mm-hmm. to, uh, we'll be soon on Pandora. We just got the notice yeah. that we've been approved. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we'll be there soon. And um, so, yeah, very, very cool. And uh, on Instagram, if you'd like to see pictures of, you know, what the hell we look like, we do kind of obscure our faces a little bit. Right. You know, we're not out of the closet just yet. We will be soon. Then you just find Priory Society on mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter. It's yep. the same thing. And um, our email is info at PriorySociety.com. In case someone has a question, you feel free to direct message us. Sure. You know, and, and maybe we can help you somehow. Oh, yeah. And uh, if not, just have a good time listening to the podcast and uh, maybe uh, just use it as fantasy. You mm-hmm. never have to go live with the lifestyle. Sweetie, in, in closing, anything else you want to say? Well, I, I love that our podcast is different than other lifestyle podcasts because we actually yeah. include a lot of educational elements. So when right. we, we, we try to infuse some kind of information that's going to help enhance somebody's confidence, enhance right. their communication skills with every episode, tips and strategies. So a lot of the things that we talk about are going to help people just in their vanilla dating life, yeah, even at, if they're not ready to explore the lifestyle. Correct. At work, communication yeah, in general. Right. So very, very cool stuff. So, and yeah, it, while you're sitting at church fantasizing about that hot girl in front of you <laughs> or the hot guy, just know that there is an option yeah. that after church, yes. you can go to the Red Roof Inn okay. <laughs> <laughs> and get it in. Okay. Put it in. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a great time. Uh, thank you for yeah. the invite to be here and to have a chat with you guys and to uh, also explore the lifestyle a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I've had a great time and definitely happy to come back if, uh, if you'd invite us back. For sure. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, definitely a great time and very informative. And hey, we got a lot of questions answered for, for 
you know, cool. who, whoever ends up listening. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for uh, being so forthcoming and open to talking to us. Yeah, Pleasure. It's been great. Thank you guys. Good to be here guys. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, check out uh, the Priory Society uh, podcast, website, everything, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, yeah. All right. That's it. Good night, guys. Good night. <laughs> So there you have it. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope it, uh, you know, shed a little light on the lifestyle if you had any questions about it. And, you know, enjoyed the cigar talk as well. So don't forget to check out thepriorysociety.com if you're interested in listening to their podcast. You can find their podcast just about anywhere. And they're on Instagram and Twitter as the Priory Society. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, don't forget to check out Keegan stuff, uh, KeeganDamron.com, and all of that. Uh, Keegan's on Instagram and Twitter as well. And my stuff, you know, all my links uh, will be in the, well, all the links in general will be in the description of the episode. But theherfcast.com, check out the store, shirts, whatnot. Uh, FlatbedCigarCompany.com, there's a link for that. And go there. Use the coupon code HC25 for 25% off your first order. And there's also a link for my Patreon. If you feel like uh, supporting the show, uh, you know, go ahead and uh, donate on Patreon. That'd be awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And if you have any questions, comments, follow-up questions to this episode or anything, email me, brian at theherfcast.com. Thanks.